Hello, everybody. Listening to the Fairweather Podcast, your boy 2K Suave. I'm here with Mr. Alex Rodriguez. He's from the pit, not the palace. And then we have a special, special guest from Tommy Sports. Uh, he came solo this time, Mr. Vic Rivera. Am I saying that right? Always, some people say Riviera. I've heard someone say Riviera before, and I've been thrown off ever since. Riviera is incorrect. Rivera is correct. That, Thank, is, you. That is- Thank you. Thank you. I, 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 I have to come across as crazy. <laughs> What's going on, Papa? Oh, just happy to be here, guys. You know, I I, I shed my extra weight to be here with you guys, and <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy that you guys allowed me to come without without the better looking half of us. But, Don't lie but, to yourself. <laughs> why are you being? Why are we being modest? Come on, man. We ain't, we ain't got uh, today. <laughs> hey, we miss we miss Sammy, man. But at least we got one of you guys on. It was, hey, it was very here, guys. Was, Thanks for the invite. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely wanted somebody on to talk sports with today uh, with the crazy uh, division around recap. So uh, what a so, weekend, guys. Yeah, what a weekend. Exactly. And then what a what a Monday too. Coming what a into- Monday and what a Tuesday. Like what a, what a week. What what a January. It's just it's been 2022 is, is off to a, a start. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, start. I like 50 emails today, guys. I don't, know, I don't know about you, but I went ham on some emails. I feel great. My my arms are loose. My fingers are loose. Let's go. I, I, I'm a little concerned that my job is going to fire me or something because today I every I, I can't I couldn't focus on work. I'm like, oh my god, this now. Oh god, this now. Oh my god, I've just been I've been all over the place. My my ADD and ADHD and all that stuff is just cycle right now. But this has been fun. This has nah. been fun. <laughs> all right. So, what's going on on episode? What are we on? Fifty three now. So. We're definitely going to dissect and recap divisional round um, the power of the good kickers. We always preach that having a good kicker is going to win you games. Even kickers mm-hmm. with swag don't even look at the, the last kick of the game are going to win you games too, a la Cincinnati. Um, we'll discuss those overtime rules. Should they be adjusted? Because what was it? There's been a me- There's so many memes going on with like the people with the gun behind the other guy in the church, and the guy with the sniper rifle up. And it was like giving giving the bills or was the chiefs 15 seconds then giving the bills 15 seconds and then giving uh chiefs with uh possession in overtime so talk about that aaron Rodgers is he still a bad man uh what's next for tom brady and then just in today sean payton's done so retired we all know what he's probably gonna hold out for uh but what's next in new orleans what's the route they're gonna go um then we'll preview obviously the nfl conference championship between Bengals and kansas city and San Fran and the Rams, another strong divisional game there that we've seen, we'll be able to see for a third time this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we'll do NBA talk. We'll do another little thing of buy and sell because I know Vic loves NBA, so I got to give him his NBA moment there. And then for our fun segment, I didn't want to send it to you. KK actually sent me this, and I thought it was a good idea. We're going to do start, bench, cut, all things Boston, all things Boston. So We've got some good ones in here for you, and we want to we want to hear what you have to say, and we'll we'll give our insight as well. You got no time to think. think. You got no time to think. When you, when you, when you yeah. hear it, you got to just start hey, bench cut. The the answer to all of them is Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> start Larry Bird. Larry Bird, exactly. All right, so let's jump into uh, playoff let, talking. Yeah, let me just can I let me just set the table real quick, okay? Let me just set the table for for what what we just experienced this past weekend. So. Um, last week, you know, it was uh, the wild card round. 
they called it Super Wild Card Weekend, and it was pretty underwhelming. I mean, let's just keep right. it real. Uh, my Eagles got blown out. The Steelers got blown out. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, everything. The Raiders played horribly. The I mean, God, it was just the, the Pats. No offense. I'm sorry. I know it sucks. But, I mean, it just – it was a lot of domination and terrible football. It was just – it felt like, you know, like when the uh, Broncos played the Seahawks in the Super Bowl and, mm-hmm. you know, we were so hyped for this Peyton Manning versus, you know, Legion of Boom, and, yeah, <laughs> they got boomed. What, somebody, somebody didn't show up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm right. All right. Hopefully this weekend – because going into the weekend, I was like, all these games should be pretty good. We all knew what game was going to be the best. And it yeah. lived up to the hype. We all – everyone knew, right? We didn't know it was going to be to that magnitude, but it lived up to the hype, right? The Bengals-Titans game, I even thought, ah, I don't know how they, good that one was going to be, but... They all lived up to the hype, though, at the end of the day. Every no, one to of me, them. the Bengals-Titans game exceeded what I expected it to be, because... It wasn't a bad game. Yeah, it was just, so, basically, we we, we, go, we log in on Saturday, and we get afternoon and evening football, and the Bengals-Titans game, you got a young Joe Burrow, he doesn't... And I said it uh, last week and the week before, the Bengals are so young they don't know how good they really are. And I didn't think they'd be be ready. And the Titans, with all the hype bringing back Derrick Henry, so it, it, and the number one seed. So the buildup was like, okay, young bunch versus, you know, team that got that has yeah. some veterans. Julio Jones, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry. So, and what did we get? The young bunch, the young bunch came through. Second game. So that was that was okay game, you know, whatever. It was the walk-off kick, the, the kicker from Florida, amazing, right? They get right. the Packers and 49ers. And all the bullshit that Aaron Rodgers put us through this year couldn't come through. So that was and then and then in the most epic time of the game, it starts to snow. And I'm like, wow, this is a Lambeau field game. Night game, Lambeau field, beautiful. And that was just Saturday. Then we have Sunday. And Sunday, I'm surrounded by all these Buccaneer fans, and it's just Buck, 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 buck. And I've been listening to buck, buck, buck all week. And I keep saying, like, and, and I'm, I was around all these uh, Buccaneer fans the night before when the Packers lost, and they're all cheering. I'm like, oh, my God, the Packers lost. We get to host a playoff. We get to host an NFC championship game. And I'm just Oops. sitting there. I'm, I'm, I'm a lone wolf looking around, like, do you guys just think he's just going to beat the Rams or something? And they're like, we're not worried about the Rams. Uh, 27 to three points later, I was like, God damn, I'm around all these same Bucks fans. I'm like, oh, right now, obviously Tom Brady went out like Tom Brady fashion and almost yeah. almost pulled it home and we'll get to Tom Brady later. And then finally the game, <laughs> the freaking game after all these three games that we just went through, they were all exciting. Patrick Mahomes and, uh, and, um, God, what's it? Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. God. And you two owe Josh Allen an apology. No, you're right. That yeah. is where I'm leaving this off, and I'm handing it off to you guys. The two of you owe Josh Allen an apology because this guy is 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 box office. He's for real. The yeah. accuracy's all of a sudden looks good, and he's I mean he's the combination of of Cam Newton and Andrew Luck in one. To me, that's how I see him. So the floor I mean, is yours. <laughs> I. Uh... Aaron, I uh, I guess I'll take. I mean, I I know that I've hated Josh Allen the most for the longest. So uh, in the same division, man, I get it. So I mean, I I thought he was overrated. I thought when people called him top ten, top five, I was like, yeah, hey, he's middle of the road, middle of the pack. He's all right. Uh, and he was honestly for the most part for the start of the season. But something clicked with him uh, after that Patriots loss, especially, and he became 
something else. I mean, <clears throat> now let's compare him and the quote-unquote greatest quarterback in the NFL at this point, Patrick Mahomes, right? So Patrick Mahomes, 33-44, 378-yard, three touchdowns. Josh Allen, 27-37, 329 yards for four touchdowns. All the Gabe Davis, UCF, go Knights. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 11 carries for 68 yards for Josh Allen. Now, yes, Patrick Mahomes had seven carries for 69 yards, but Patrick Mahomes is not doing design runs, right? Yeah. He's not yeah. He's not coming out of the backfield um, on, a, on a quarterback power and then the next play throwing a seam to freaking Gabe Davis for a touchdown to win the game. I mean, Josh Allen is on a different level, guys. Not just not just like what he can do with his arm and with his legs, but stamina wise, right? Yeah. How much stamina that takes to run a quarterback power? Know you're going to take a hit, take the hit, get up and throw a dime. I mean, this guy is incredible, and uh, he put us on notice yesterday, Rod. What do you think? Um, or yeah, yesterday, I think, Sunday. Yeah, um, I I think we're getting to see a a new rival, kind of how we got like the Brady. Manning rivalry. I think mm-hmm. we're going to get the Mahomes Allen rivalry out of it. Um, oh. I do think regular season Josh Allen is kind of like middle of the pack quarterback because he's like kind of a coaster the way I see it. But playoff jo- uh, Josh Allen is for real. I'll I'll give I'll give the I'll give the props due when it comes to playoffs. Like he comes to win, and the only reason he lost is he he does what everybody does to Tom Brady. You gave. Too much time on the clock to a good quarterback. Thirteen seconds. Thirteen yeah. seconds, bro. And what? Listen, it's too much. The it's conversation, much this whole enough. overtime conversation, should not have happened because thirteen seconds. Are you kidding me? Thirteen seconds. We're gonna we're gonna segment into something that yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know touch base and I always preach it is like these people are never ever thought about like we praise Mahomes for winning that game. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a good kicker on your team to make that, like, come on. Like, if it was, would you rather, it's Buck Buckner's the kicker, right? Yeah, would you rather there. Would you rather him go out there or would you rather Greg the leg go out there with that amount of time? Because Greg Zuron's going to miss that shit. He's going to yeah. shit his pants and he's going to miss that. But all Mahomes has to do, and he's an accurate thrower, he's a deep ball thrower, he can find those guys, get them at midfield, and you've got a, a strong leg out there to go and kick that field goal. So personally, me, like, yeah, it's not a lot of time, but you gave him time. You gave Patrick Mahomes time to throw. And I'm not taking anything away from Josh Allen. What he did was amazing. He he had a good run in the playoffs. He was very dominant. He he spanked the Patriots. And I was rooting for you guys. The first time I can't believe I said I was rooting for the Patriots, but I was. Um, I knew something. Um, was- he pulled your card, man. He made y'all look bad. But this game, this is this is the rivalry we want to see in the AFC North or in the AFC Championship. Like it, it sucks that we got to see the Bengals, which I mean I'm excited to see that. Uh, but this is the this should be the AFC Championship every year. It's the like, Chiefs' you know, fault. Game. It's the Chiefs' fault that we have to see this game because they should have taken care of the big the Bengals week. What was it, 17 or 18? When yeah, uh, they let the week 17 when they were up 17 to zero and we let, won that game. And then, and then they, they let Jamar Chase go for 240. I'm saying it's the Chiefs' fault that they had to play in this game and play the Bills in the second round because had they beat the Bills, I mean, had they beat the Bengals, they would have the first seed. 
So they would have been playing the Bengals last week instead of having no, they they wouldn't even be playing the Bengals. Wow. They'd be playing somebody else probably at that point. But long story short, it is their fault for losing week 17 that we have to see this rematch in the in the AFC championship game rather than seeing the Bills and the Chiefs in the AFC championship game. Like we all probably would have wanted. It's actually, it's actually, I think it was the um the Chargers' fault. If the Chargers were in, the Pats play the Bengals. And wait, no, 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 you're right. So if the Chiefs would have beat, yeah, yeah, the Chiefs would have beat. All the Chiefs have to do is get beat What's them. That so they can have that well, the Chiefs should have won. They should have beat yeah. them. But once again, a good kicker is going to win you football games, and a kicker won that game for them at the end. So, yeah. like that's that's what I end up preaching all the time. Like if you want to, every time we we were doing the pickums, I was always saying it's coming down to a field goal, and it's because I trust the kicker. You finally. All these playoff games finally lived up to what you expected. <laughs> it is. It, but that's what it comes down to. It comes down to a good defenses, doing what they're supposed to do, keeping keeping everybody in line. The offense, you know, playing subpar to the defense, who's usually carrying you most of the time. And then at the end, no nail, nail biter for the kicker, but your kicker's an, an ace. He's a stud every time. So, I mean, that's, that's my preaching to teams. Like, Go get you a good kicker. Don't get a mediocre guy and hope he can be somebody. If there's a guy that's available out there, it's well. To, to be fair, the uh, the Bengals have a rookie, don't they? Yeah, he's he's good. McPherson, but he's hey, that's a bad boy. But there's there's some there's some yeah. guys that we can say, but a Roberto Aguayo in the second round and you know making him shit the bed on all that's that cool. hype is we can honestly say it was a bad idea. I mean, okay. even in that Rams Bucks game. I mean, Gay almost almost lost in the game. He had a forty-seven yarder that he that he uh, that was short. Because uh, if they would have made that, I think all of this would have been a mute point. But you know, probably being a kicker in the NFL, like people, you know, we all you know shit on kickers all the time, and it's kind of annoying that we do that because I mean, we you know we we what what can we do? Like I know they're not the most athletic person on the field, but to me, their mental is to has to be the best on the field because. Their only one job is to kick this pigskin through uh, through the upright. And everyone in the stadium knows that. Everyone that's watching the TV knows that. And the fact that with clock running out, like when McPherson made his kick, as soon as it was in the air, he already turned around and he already knew he made it before he even went through. Like to have that yeah. kind of mental strength and stability. Uh, and you, I mean, you see, I mean, all the teams that advance, Harrison Bucker, like the crazy solid. thing is like, if we look at all of those kickers, like they're all good stories. Like McPherson's no look kick at the air, walk away after he kicked the game winner. Matt Gay is in in, in revenge against the Buccaneers revenge. for cutting him and giving up on him. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Gold, for the the Cowboy girls went out there and danced around him while he was kicking field goals. The the Packers went out there and did like the ceremony handshakes and stuff, and he was still kicking field goals in front of them. So then he got his revenge and there. And then he made it in the snow. Like that's and such a cinematic, beautiful. Mm, I look good. <laughs> and then and then Buckner's just Super Bowl winning caliber quarterback tie the game from this far out. Yeah, no problem. I got this. So it's just it's just all beauty the way that I was gonna ask like which one was the best out of all of those kickers. Which one do you think had like the best storyline or the best or the sweetest win? Because if it, if I'm picking, I'm going Matt Gay over the Bucks. Because anytime Tom Brady loses, it's like a happy day for me. And I always said that the Bucks Achilles heel was always the kicker. And when they had Matt Gay, I was like, okay, you lost. Uh, who was the guy that was in um, Atlanta for the longest? Matt Bryant. When Matt, you Matt Bryant, you found a gem in Matt Gay, but you wanted to go out and draft this Aguayo kid and get rid of him. 
and then Matt Gay stumbled around, and then he found a home with the Rams, and look what he does. He's a pro bowler this year. Gives him the big, take that, boys. I mean, to me, the, I mean, um, McPherson, I mean, he, he knocked off the number one seed with a first year, I mean, a second year quarterback, first year receiver, young coach, first year kicker, just a bunch of kids that don't know that they're supposed, they're not supposed to be here. They're not supposed to be playing this well. And I mean, how many kicks did he make in that game? I mean, he was, I mean, he's been money this whole postseason. So for me, it's just for somebody that young to have this much poise and, you know, I mean, like nothing, you can tell nothing's really phased him. Like to have that come, that much cockiness as a rookie to make that kick turn around, like, you know, whatever, it was easy. Like, I think Joe Burrow said it on this, like when he was on the sideline, like, I guess we're going to the AFC championship game. Like he, as soon as he got like a feel for it or whatever. So it's just, I don't know. It's, that's me. I, 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 I will say this. I'm going to, I'm going to amend a, a, um, a Pat Summit quote where she says, Offense sells tickets, defense wins games, rebounding wins championships. I'm going to say offense sells tickets, defense wins games, special teams wins championships. Because you saw it this weekend. Tell that to Rodgers. I didn't realize the Packers have the worst special teams out there too. And we always preach, if you need something, go get it. Go get what you need. Go get good special team players. And I didn't realize the Packers had the bottom worst. So who do we put that loss on? Are we going to put it on special teams, or can we absolutely? Can we absolutely. blame? We can't blame Aaron Rodgers at all. Oh no, Aaron gets blamed too. Aaron gets blamed too. I'll get to Aaron when we get to Aaron. Aaron Rodgers is. I mean, that was the. I mean, if you if you guys watched the Tiny Sports podcast last week, we we had the Niners winning all day. Now the reason being is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron oh. Rodgers and choking in the playoffs have become synonymous as becoming yearly tradition. This man can't close. Yeah, he can't close. He's just not. He just is not. It's not built for it. It all goes back to that quote when they asked him on draft day when they said, "What do you think the 49ers are not drafting you?" He said, "I think they made a big mistake." And you, looking like hey, you right spoke now. on this last week, A Rod. Like what the what they the, the 49ers have been doing to the to Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs since he's got me. He can't do shit against them. Like no. listen again and. That, to start off the year, how you start off the year and everything that happened this year, you know, for you to lay that kind of an egg, like I want to blame the special teams. I really do because I, but I've realized for the last decade, I've defended Aaron Rodgers so much. I'm actually tired of defending him. I'm like, bro, there's nothing I, I can, I have nothing left. And I know like that punt, like that block punt, look, man, it's snowing, you know, but they should, and they shouldn't have been in that situation in the first place. And then Alan Lazard is running across the field wide open and he throws it into double coverage to Devontae Adams. And that was my problem. Like I'm watching, uh, I'm watching uh, Josh Allen on Sunday night. They took away his best receiver in Stefan Diggs. They made it a point, three catches, seven yards. You are not going to beat us today. What does he do? What does he, what does he do? He said, all right, I'm going to go into the UCF kid. Four touchdowns, 200, what, 200 yards? Four yards. Four touchdowns? Are you kidding me? I mean, they have Cole Beasley, they have Dawson Knox, they have all these running backs, and and they took away his best receiver, Stefan Diggs. He's still the best receiver, and he said, mm-hmm. "All right, screw it, I'll go to uh, Davis." Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers is force feeding, force force feeding Devontae Adams with Aaron Jones, and on that last play, when Devontae Adams, when he's throwing it to Devontae Adams in double coverage, Alan mm-hmm. Lazard is just. Wide open in the middle of the field. Game over, right? Same thing last year against the Bucks. 
I like I to me, I wanted to give you know Aaron Rodgers credit. Like, no, 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 it's not his fault. The defense let him down. You know, well, what's the Kevin King let him down? I tried to blame everybody, but he had it at first and goal at with the eight yard line and couldn't do shit with it. And a lot of it was Aaron Mill and Devontae Adams throwing it to the double coverage to Devontae Adams. It was just, and I'm like, bro, you have other players on the team. You have let's to have it. trust in the other players on the team. So I let's, can't put that one on the special teams. Let's table Aaron really quick. Let's jump to overtime rules and then we'll jump into, into Aaron mm-hmm. real quick. So let's um because we're still on the topic of the Bills and the in the Kansas City game. Um obviously uh Kansas City gets the ball in overtime and rules are if you kick a field goal, the other team gets a chance to kick a field goal or to tie it and keep possession going, or the first one to score a touchdown is the winner. Obviously, Kansas City said do it, ran that route. We all know how it ended because Travis Kelsey's a bad man. So do you think in overtime rules, especially in the playoffs, should they still be regular season rules or should it be match for match? Because we saw the we probably saw one of the greatest games all season in that game right there. But it ended so quick on a on a one on a one. Or what was it like three plays, four plays that they did? Yeah. It was really cool. And Travis Kelsey is just good at what he does. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is good at what he does. Andy Reid is a great coach. We know that. So mm-hmm. should playoff rules be adjusted in this kind of and sense of things or everybody okay with it? No, I, uh, I, I definitely think that uh, I'm not okay with it. I mean, the, I saw a tweet saying the only thing that Josh Allen did wrong that whole game was called tails. I get it. Yeah. Apparently that, yeah, apparently. Sure. <laughs> and, and, and not to take any credit away from Patrick Mahomes who, who did that against uh, the number one ranked defense in the league. I mean, that's something that, uh, that we're forgetting that, you know, he, he, he put, <laughs> um, so impressive there, but it just takes, it feels like the best team should win, not the team that gets the ball first. You know what I mean? So the best can I, team. Can I counter that real quick? Go, go. What, what did you say? The best, what? Best team should win. How many phases of the, of the of football is on the field? It's three phases. There's offense, there's defense, right. and there's special teams. Okay. Right. But off- the field. If who cares? All you have to do is hold them three points. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying I'm saying best team should should win. So yes. each three phases should get a chance to be on the field, right? That way we find out who the best team is. Listen, I mean they do it in college, and we're fine with it in college. But for some reason, when they're in the pros, we're not okay people with it. Co- they people complain about the college rules too. <laughs> oh, the college rules are great. College rules are perfect. That's how that's how it should be, right? Both teams get a chance. So basically, how here's how I see it, and and I and and again, I can see both sides of it. So I'm I'm a, I'll, I'll straddle the fence as much as I can, but I do lean one way. Like at the end of the day, you could be an independent, but you kind of lean one way. This is how it works, right? And I, you know, at the end of the day, you mentioned, which is true, the, the Bills have the number one defense this year, correct? Mm-hmm. And I understand momentum, and I understand how the emotions work, and everything like that, right? And I, I've seen all these tweets like, "Yeah, the last ten games that ever since they changed the rules, the, first, the the person that picked the coin flip ends up winning the game." First of all, just because you win the coin flip does not mean you win the game. Three of those games, um, the person that won the coin flip had to punt the ball and then got the ball back and then scored. Like so because the defense did their job on the other end, then your defense did your job on your end, and then you had a chance to score. Okay, mm-hmm. so the notion that just because he won the, the, the coin flip 
and that's the reason why they um, they they lost they they won. I don't I don't I can't buy into that because remember that game where um, everyone was so up in arms about when the Rams and the Saints played when it was like a clear pass interference and everyone was so mad that uh, the Rams made the Super Bowl because it was it was a pass interference and um, you know what was his name I don't remember his name but anyway uh, long story short that game went into overtime eventually. It was the game wasn't it? What was his name? Rams Saints right. It yeah, was Rams Saints one. Yeah. So eventually that game goes into overtime, right? The Rams, who were the ones that were complaining, no, no, mm-hmm. the Saints were the ones that were complaining, right? They won the kick, the, the coin toss. So mm-hmm. the team that they felt like they were they were cheated because they they missed the pass interference in the fourth quarter, they had a chance. They won the, the coin flip and they mm-hmm. punted the ball. No, they they threw they turned them all over. They threw an interception because the Rams. Where they play defense, and at the end of the day, your job as your coach is to make sure that all three phases of your team is prepared to play on Sunday. Okay, so like, so back with Aaron Rodgers thing, I can't blame just Aaron Rodgers, and I can't just blame the special teams. I can't just blame the defense because all three of them played a part. They shouldn't have let Debo Samuel do what he did. They shouldn't have uh, blocked the kick, and Aaron Rodgers should have found a wide open person. Same thing at the end of that at that quarter. They should they should have squibbed the kick, and even if they didn't squib the kick, they should have kicked it where they had to at least return the football. They should they were protecting the um the uh, out of bounds. Meanwhile, the Chiefs had three timeouts, so of course they're going to attack the middle of the field. That's horrible coaching on on uh, on, on Leslie Frazier and um, the other guy's name, whatever his name is. That's that's their fault for for mishandling those last thirteen seconds. Then mm-hmm. getting into the into the overtime, look. It's a it's a brand new quarter, okay? Hold them to three points. Do whatever you have to do, but I mean that I can't feel bad for them for not doing their job. Execute right, but this is a game where both offenses easily score, right? So if Buffalo gets the ball there, they score easily, right? And the game's over. And, and even from like a monetary perspective, if you're the NFL, why would you want this? Right? This is just bad product. It's element of surprise. No, it's boring. No, it's like th- sudden death is such sudden death is such a like, oh my god! At any point like that, we go we we go back to that uh t- Tim Tebow to Demarius Thomas pass against the Steelers. Exactly. Did anybody say anything making, in that game? You're making my point. That 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 change that rule should have been changed when when Tebow hit Demarius Thomas. Did anybody did say, anybody complain? Oh, the Steelers should have had another chance. No, everyone was so excited. That was the greatest overtime play ever. Everyone was so excited. And then Tebow got destroyed the next round. Who My, cares? This still the best team to win. The right? Broncos defense would have stopped. The Broncos' defense was was exceptional at that point. That's why they even were in these games in the first place. Good, then good, then they, that means they would have stopped Big Ben. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like if they if they would have stopped them, then they would have stopped them at the twenty. The thing is, you have. To, I'd love the college rules because it gives both teams a chance to score. It puts both offenses out on the field, both defenses out on the field, both special teams out on the field. Like you said, all three phases are represented in this overtime that I'm giving you. And your overtime, I'm possibly only seeing one. And only one team, one phase is going to – because who's really truly to blame in this Bills loss? It's the defense. They blew it. It's the coaching. They blew it. Okay. The- how, about this, how about this perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say if I know for a fact that I'm if I win the coins – like, you know how they do it in college. You know, if you, if you win the coin toss, more, right. more likely you're going to defer, right, so that they can go first, right? Right. 
How is that fair for the team that loses the coin toss? At the end of the day, if you lose the coin toss, you're at a disadvantage. That's just how it is. Because if you have to go, if you lose the coin toss, like let's say um, the um, the Chiefs won the, the coin toss in this game, right? If I'm if I'm the Chiefs, I'm going to go on defense, right? And if, and so I know how they're going to play because they have to go the length of the field at this point. Now I don't know if you want if you're if you want to do specifically college rules where it's 25 yard line, yeah, 25 yard line. You want to do it. Then that's that's to me is collegiate shit. Like it's not the NFL. Like these are grown men. Because you said we have to see all phases of the football. Special teams kick Everybody the ball gets off. A return. Everybody the, gets a I want to. I want to see a kickoff return for a touchdown. I want to see something like that. Play. I wanted to see Josh Allen get a chance to to, to redeem himself. I didn't want to see. I didn't want to see their shitty ass secondary get burned. And you know what sucks about this though. You know what sucks about this because we're we're mad because of who who the two teams were. I bet money right now, if this was the Titans and the Chiefs and Ryan Tannehill sticking up the joint and they just somehow found a way to go to overtime, no one's going to feel bad for Ryan Tannehill not getting a chance to no, score right. that touchdown. It's just because this game was so epic. We're all so emotionally invested into it. Because I, I think, look, I get it. I wanted to see Josh Allen too, right? Josh Allen, to me, in a losing performance, that's the best I've ever seen. Like Tom Brady, when he lost to us uh, a couple years back, uh, thank you for that Super Bowl, by the way. Like you threw 500 yards, blah blah blah. That was great, right? But in a, losing, in a losing performance, this to me was the best performance I've ever seen because whatever play he needed to make, he made. Fourth and eight, fourth and two, fourth and three. The one run that he had where he like faked it and faked it and and shook number 55 and and got that corner. I'm like, this is amazing. But at the end of the day, if the quarterback play wasn't as great and the score was seven to seven going into overtime, nobody would have cared to see. A bad football. Okay, here comes Ryan Tannehill going to try to throw us for another, you know, like nobody wants to see that. So I think we're just so caught up on who it happened to rather than the rule itself, personally, because all these years in the past, the only other time that we were up in arms about it was when it happened to Mahomes and Brady, because you guys benefited from this a couple of years ago when you guys made it to the Super Bowl, when uh, when uh, when the Patriots won the, 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 coin, the coin flip and we never got to see Mahomes back on the field. These well, we won a Super Bowl on that too. When, but do you? Rem- but when that happened, were you saying anything about changing the rules? And be uh, I, I mean, I've been saying. I honestly, I've been saying it since Tebow threw that pass. But no, in the moment, I wasn't like we should change the rules, Matt Ryan. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. At the end zone. No, I was like, hell yeah, we just won a Super Bowl. This is the, this is like the seventh time I've seen this happen. This is amazing. Oh my god! I wonder how other teams feel like the Jets that never get to feel this. This is amazing. Hey, don't diss my Jets, man. We know we went to the AFC <laughs> Championship two years in a row, and I was happy for that. And we beat your ass one time. But have you seen your team yeah. in the Super Bowl in your life? Wait. Never, never. And it's hey, never going to happen. Vic, it's a good dive feeling, dive. right? To it's see your team amazing. in the Super Bowl your, in your lifetime, it's a fantastic feeling. <laughs> I, made, I made a podcast just for this, so that's what, I, that's what I'm here for. But what I was what I was gonna chime in, you you uh you hit the the nail right on the head, KK uh on the on the head, KK. Like it's it's who who was playing in it and where they were playing. If this was the AFC championship, I feel like it wouldn't have been as much. I mean, I, I still think there would still be like, oh man, this, this, and that. However, think of it as like a movie, like we got to see a great movie and it has to come to an end eventually. And then we got to give out Oscars. So best quarterback goes to Patrick Mahomes best supporting quarterback has to go to Josh Allen. It was a great, he still wins an award for the best supporting, you know, role or best second quarterback or whatever, but they were both great. 
like you said, uh, Vic, the only mistake he made was calling tails, barely even calling tails. And it is what it is. And we just got to, you know, stomach it, go to the next game, watch the next game. But there is going to be a lot of pushback on the NFL to change that rule. But I'm also one of those people that not everybody gets a trophy type of thing. Like if you want to win, it's, it's like rock, paper, scissors. People think rock, paper, scissors is like a goofy game, but there's there's some psyche involved with it. There's ways to psych out your opponent and, and see like what they're going to do. So when you go out there and and you psych out the opponent on heads on a, on a on a coin toss and you win it, it's sudden death. I'm going for your throat right there. I'm 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 running the ball if if that's what's doing it. I'm going to throw it in my tight end. We heard the audible. Do it. Just do it. Whatever. Do it. And they did it. Like there was no route ran. He saw it. He backyard football shit. Caught him slacking. Got the touchdown. And both stories added up, which is even better. I mean, so. I'm sorry to cut you off, but even like, I mean, Mahomes was legendary this game, right? I mean, even with the loss of Jadavius White, the, the team still, I mean, I don't think he would have made a difference, right? Uh, in the secondary. I mean, that was just, he was, Mahomes is throwing dimes, dude. And this is supposedly, again, the best defense in the league. Yeah. And keep in mind, uh, the Chiefs played this whole game basically without Teron uh, Matthew because he got That's kicked true. in the head by big ass Josh Allen in the first play of the game. <laughs> like, so to me, like, I know the Bills played, I, I, Josh Allen played amazing, right? But like, what if Tyron Matthew was in the game? Like, we don't know. And at the end of the day, it wouldn't be fair that he wasn't in the game. Like, last year, the Chiefs played with no offensive linemen in that Super Bowl and got their ass beat. And people kept saying, well, the best team won, right? This year, the Bucs had two missing offensive linemen. They got the ass beat. We're not going to say, oh, it's because they lost their offensive linemen. No, they got their ass beat. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. Josh Allen did just enough to win, but his coach, not the coin flip, his coaches let him down. Not yeah. the coin flip. His defensive coordinator, his coaching staff, his special teams coordinator, they're mm-hmm. the ones that let him down. So I know it sucks for Josh Allen. He's going to be an amazing football player for the next 15 years, but these are just one of those losses that he just has to just take it on the chin and just, I mean, he's got to move on. Like it's, it's. Oh yeah. I mean, at this point, because we, yeah. like, we don't know what would have happened. We're just all assuming because of how amazing that fourth quarter was, was he would have definitely got that ball. If they would have uh, had a chance and he would have definitely scored a touchdown. We have no idea. Like I, I saw Tom Brady play effortless football in that Super Bowl against us. And then in the, in, in, with two minutes and 13 seconds left to go, we finally uh, sacked him. He finally fumbled the ball. And it was finally like, okay, now we can kind of breathe. Like, these, it's football. There's too many phases of the game. There's just too much that could happen. I mean, they could have, they could have, uh, if they, let's say the Bills did get a chance to, to, kick, uh, to, to come back on the field, right? The Chiefs could have kicked it off to him. The returner could have brought it out the end zone and then fumbled the ball at the 10 yard line. And we're not even having this discussion anymore. Like so many things are so are if, if, if rather than like, this is what happened, accept it, shake hands and move on. Because even Josh Allen, Josh Allen himself said, no, because we, we would have won the, the coin flip. We've been saying the same. It's just, well, yeah, I, mean, we, we, I honestly, I would say the same thing, no yeah. matter who would have won it. Yeah, I mean, so, honestly, though, I would have won some money if Josh Allen would have won the fuck coin flip. Oh, yeah. it all comes <laughs> down to that. He lost money yeah. on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but no, I, and I understand both sides of it. I just, I feel like we've, we've entered this world in which it is more of a, like, we all want participation trophies. And it's just, that's how I see, like, how the game is becoming and just sports in general. 
is oh. too many participation trophies. And I want to see just like I like the element of like people are so mad about that technology not being a football and you have to bring out the chains. I like that dramatic pause of oh it's short or oh first down. I like that. Like I like some of that old school just feel of sudden death. Like if they score a touchdown on this drive, we are going home. So ah. defense, play your best defense and force them to a field goal at the bare minimum. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole participation thing is stupid. I, I agree with you there, but I, I don't think I don't think we're talking about the same thing here, guys. Yeah. We're talking about we're talking about two teams getting a chance to win the game, right? Not just not just one team scoring immediately and game over. Because but that's other- why they changed it from field goal to touchdown. See, when it was just a field goal, I think that was unfair. When they said no, mm-hmm. if you if you kick a field goal, then the other team has a chance. You as a defensive coordinator should know that. Look, don't give up anything behind us. All they need to do, all we need to do is hold the three, and then we can bring big boy Josh back on the field, and now we have a chance. So at the end of the day, it comes down to be a better coach, and we won't have this discussion because they will have to punt the ball back to you, or you force them to a field goal, and they have to kick it off to you anyway. That's why they changed the rule to making it a touchdown, not a field goal. To me, that's what made it more fair was the simple fact that it had to be a touchdown because you got to play, you got to go the length of the field. <laughs> Your defense should be able to do something. Like mm. also, 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 you gave a man 13 seconds to come back and take you to overtime. So, yeah, let you down there. Shouldn't have well. been in that position in the first place. And because of that, that's why Mahomes, to me, deserved to win that game. Because y'all let this man have, y'all let him in 13 seconds drive his team 44 yards so they can get into field goal range. That's on you, D coordinator, not knowing that you shouldn't, you should probably protect the middle of the field because yeah. going out of bounds doesn't matter. They have three timeouts left anyway. Speaking of defensive coordinators, can we talk about Todd Bowles for a second and how, how that man still has a job? Stop. Whoa, I mean, whoa, that's, whoa. whoa don't miss my mind. Are we mad about the Cooper Cup thing? <laughs> I am so mad about it. Like, okay. How do you prevent defense? Why are you just letting this man run all over the place? And it goes back to what I'm saying. The last minute of a game is so much pressure and, and everyone's shaking in their boots and everything like that. I don't know why Cooper Cup gets disrespected still. The man is a triple white. crown winner. He white, that's why. It's still it's it's January. It's Jan- by now you know the man is leading the league in touchdowns, yards, and receptions. You should probably not let him get open, right? Like you mm-hmm. saw on that Aaron Rodgers when he was throwing to Devontae Adams, he was double covered. Common sense: don't let the best player on the field beat me. And Cooper Cup, I don't get it. That one, I won't put it on top bowls. I put that on a. <laughs> I put the last one on Winfield. Um, the other well, one, but you have a safety on Cooper Cup. Why is there a safety on Cooper Cup? He got past the DB. He got past. He got past everybody. This is what KK and I preach every time. And the Packers did it when they won their Super Bowl. When you need something, go and get it. Go get what you need. You obviously have a shitty secondary from the cornerback to the safeties. Go get a good cornerback or a good Eric Weddle. Go get Eric Weddle two years removed, and he's going to play the freaking conference championship. So go get what you need. Everybody they they had what they need. They returned all their starters that just won the Super Bowl. So they they thought they had it. Like my thing is like, why do you not why do you not have eight DBs out there? Why are you not why are you not just having a three-man rush? Because we know that Stafford's like I'm not worried about Stafford burning me. Have to have a three-man rush. You know, all right. How about this logic? Because we know Stafford makes mistakes. He is a gunslinger, right? Yeah. If they would have fully succeeded actually doing a zero blitz, because what happened was that 
I only saw a couple of people go. I saw Levante David back up. I saw and I saw and I saw the whole secondary like in the backfield just looked so confused. I don't think the the I don't think the the play was a right play, but I don't think it was executed either. So if you're not going to pick the right play, at least execute it to to the best of your ability. Because at the end of the day, Matthew Stafford, that down. He should have dumbed that down to the simplest play possible. This is the guy that that actually did an all-out blitz. Against the Raiders, and I know you know this, A-Rod. You're right. When he was with the Jets, just blissed everybody and gave up a touchdown, a game-winning touchdown. Right. I have, Todd Bowles should be run out of the league. He should be <laughs> coaching, coaching some Juco team out there somewhere in the middle of Tennessee. Okay? Like, terrible. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but – I'm watching that play. I'm, mind you, okay. At that moment, I'm a I'm I'm cheering for the Rams. Okay, I don't I I'm, I feel bad for all my Buck friends and my girlfriend, and everybody. I was just tired of all the Buck fans just in my ear all day long, everywhere I went. And the Eagles lost to them uh, the week prior, and all I had to hear all week was that I suck, I suck, I suck. So I was bitter. Okay, and even when those last two plays happened. I almost had a heart attack because I I felt like a Buck fan for those last two plays. I'm like, because I hate to see bad football. And I'm like, what are they doing? Todd, what are you doing? <laughs> like that, I I, I'm, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. But as I digested it, that was horrible. That was just pathetic. This, they had no timeouts. I know. It's just, I'm like, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I don't know. Like, do uh, do we does anybody remember what they called on that first on the first down? Because they did sack uh, Stafford. So I'm curious if they called the blitz on that first down as well. Do you guys know? They 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 I, I don't remember because I, I don't re- all I remember is I'm scarred from that horrible, horrible just Cooper Cup uh like basically walk through the door, sir. Go ahead. And you know what? Credit to Matt Gay. I know we were talking about Matt Gay earlier, but credit yeah. to Matt Gay, right? Um, he had to make that kick. That was a kick that he was coming off a a, a missed field goal there. So good for him. Uh, but no, I, I don't remember KK what what he uh, what, what the original play call was. All well, I know, he, is that- I'm curious because that first play worked. They sacked him. He almost fumbled the ball. So I'm like, I'm thinking yeah. what they're thinking is shit. Let's mm-hmm. do it again. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. I would have to go back and actually look. But that's I mean, it could. I don't know. It was a bad play call. We all know that. And. I mean that's why you go. That's why you go. You know you draft well. You go get an OBJ because I'm sure that there was an eyes on OBJ as well. I'm sure there was eyes on all these other guys as well. But that's why you go make these moves because I mean Cooper Cup's a bad boy, and now he's complimented well with having an OBJ. Like can you and imagine? Robert Woods was not even there. Yeah, without Robert, Robert Woods being there, Matt wasn't there, but but Van Jefferson was, and I'll tell you what, Van Van Jefferson did his best um, Robert Woods impression that game. Yeah, he, it was. Like, yeah, you gotta give it to him. But at the end of the day, the, the Buccaneers lost to themselves. They had too many bonehead penalties. The, yeah. the Levante David one, the, the taunting one, uh, there was uh, the Tom Brady one. There's just too many stupid penalties that they make all the time, and I notice it. And, mm-hmm. like, Carlton Davis, they praise Carlton Davis, but if I'm a player that has Carl- – Carlton Davis gets, gets a penalty every time he makes a big play, yeah. and he's targeted because he's that type of player. Yeah. The refs are like, he's going to do something. He's going to do something. And sure enough, he does it. And they just pick on him. Like we were talking about like how, you know, certain coaches or how certain uh, referees pick on players because they're that type of caliber player. That's what Carlton Davis is. Also suck up, missed the field goal. And the Bucks could have probably tied that game or been tied all along or in the lead. And the Rams would have had to come from behind and try and, you know, tie it. So there's a whole lot of things that factor into this game. But at the end of the day, the Bucks 
lost to themselves on the stupid things that okay. they did. Okay, all right. That was going to be my question. So do you think the Rams won or the Bucks lost? Both. I think the, that's the Rams <laughs> tried to lose, <laughs> and they, they <laughs> wouldn't let them. Has anybody reached out to Real Bucks Talk to see how he's doing? Is he still alive? Oh, yeah. I'd check him for a pulse all week, bro. <laughs> he's pretty quiet right now, but they 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 know what's up. Like, I mean, he's – they're – Bucks fans, we made this. This podcast is strictly for but is legit for Buck fans because once Tom Brady is gone and the Bucks go back to sucking, they're gonna oh our team's so bad. But we had Brady, we won that Super Bowl, and they'll hang on to that for twenty years, and then freaking I don't know, Jesus Christ will be reincarnated and play for the Bucks, and then they'll go on their thing again. Did but, you say the Bucks won or they lost to, or the Rams? Uh, did you say the no, the Rams wanted to lose that game. Like well, who can't make it well, who won and who lost? I want to hear. Did the Rams win or did the Bucks lose? The better team won and the Bucks lost. That's yes. what I'm going to say. The better team won. They came prepared. They knew what okay, to do. That's fair. They okay. stopped the Buccaneers. They stopped the Buccaneers and got the ball back after the horrible Cam Akers fumble, which makes no sense to me. Like we've been, we've been, Cam Akers is a miracle story. Okay. Yeah, to tear yeah. your ACL in July and come back and play, bro, that's amazing. However, you've got Sonny Michelle. In that moment, yeah. You got Sonny Michelle who's got a Super Bowl ring. And Sonny Michelle, who somewhere went on, I don't know, did he go on the, the place Vix gets his uh, fake jerseys from and got some knees and decided <laughs> to play football all over again? So, like, I don't get why Sonny Michelle should have been put in the doghouse. I'd be leading with Sonny Michelle and mixing in Cam Akers there. But when that kid fumbled the football, yo, you're sitting Twice. down. Twice. Done. Yeah, you're you're done. First that's, time, why, you're done. that's why I said the Rams won because – they, I mean, I mean, they made every mistake you can possibly make. They fumbled the ball when they should have scored before the halftime. Uh, Matt Game missed an easy kick. K-Makers fumbled the ball again. Cooper Cup, of all people, fumbled the ball. Guys, like, uh, they snapped the ball 30 yards down the field. Oh, yeah. All of that. All of, like, if that happens to anybody else, all of that, you should lose that game, right? Yeah. But the fact that they still, at one point, was up 25 points, and still found a way to win with all those mistakes. Yes, the the better team that day definitely won. Um, but my big thing was because I've been saying it. I've been I say it all. I've been watching Tom Brady since since middle school, since the sixth grade. I mean, I I it's, I've been watching this man forever, right? And there's a simple science to beating him. Simple science. The Giants told you twice. Uh, the Saints. Are like he's one and nine against the Saints in the last couple of years or whatever it is. Like it's simple. If you have a front four that can get to him, he can't. He doesn't like. He doesn't want the pocket to collapse like that. He doesn't. No, he can't. He has cinder blocks for shoes. He's he's the most immobile quarterback in the NFL. And he looked a little. He was looking pretty decent the other the other day. He also, mean, it's not like he to get also hit. Shot himself in the foot by saying, "Oh, I get away with a lot of calls and the yeah. rest don't." Well, you got it. You got it that day, and it yeah. hurt your team. Right? I know, but I mean, I, and obviously, to me, the biggest, the biggest. I mean, people want to say Godwin and AB. It was Tristan Wirfs. Oh, I can't wait to it hear was, it. It was Tristan Wirfs. Okay, like Tristan Wirfs not being able to be there completely screwed up that game they for them. Targeted Wells. They targeted. Wells. No, but they actually did. No, they charged. <laughs> what's his name? Donovan Smith got destroyed by Von mm-hmm. Miller on every single down. Like he got. I think Tom so Brady had Wells first. Wells was targeted first. And then yeah. they, they moved. And yeah. they saw Smith and they said, okay, Donald's going to push. Vaughn's going to come. And it just kept happening. I think it was like 19 QB uh, pressures. Yeah, so I have, a, I have a, a stat, an advanced stat from you from uh, Pro Football Focus. Uh, Wells allowed pressure on 12.2% of dropbacks 
but was far from the one, uh, far from the only one struggling uh, with the ram speed and was actually beaten more often than Wells. Once the help was deployed on the right side of the line, Smith allowed pressure on 15.8% of dropbacks yep. and will likely earn his worst pro football focus pass blocking grade of the season. Yep. So it's, I feel like it's, it's more on Smith here than it is Wells. That's what I, it that's is. What I figured. Yeah. It, it was just, right. it, I mean, my eye test is, that's what my eye test told me. Let's, um, let's, let's stay on the topic of Tom Brady. We got two hall of fame quarterbacks, MVP quarterbacks, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks that obviously lose, do not continue to go on in the playoffs. We got Mr. Aaron Rodgers and we got Mr. Tom Brady. What's next for both of them? You can, also, start, with, you can start with Tom, Vic. That's your boy. So, I mean, I, Jesus Christ to y'all. Do I think Tom retires? No. Do I think it's a possibility? Yes. But I just, I can't see him retiring after losing like this. Um, especially after Peyton Manning went out after a Super Bowl. Um, you know, I, I, I just, I, 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 he's too competitive and I know he says all the right things. Right. Um, you know, I, 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 my family, blah, 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 blah. This man doesn't give a shit about his family. <laughs> he cares about one thing he cares about, he cares about kissing his son on the lips and winning championships. Okay. And he can do both. He can do both of those things uh, playing next year for probably, I wouldn't be surprised. Probably the, uh, Probably the Bucks again. I mean, right? If he comes back, he doesn't change teams, right? I'm assuming. Uh, the yeah. only team I heard that he would change teams for is the 49ers because that's where he wanted to go after he left uh, the Patriots. And right. you know, he said, "You're gonna stay with that mother effer." The mother effer he was explaining what he was pertaining to was Jimmy Garoppolo, who might make it to his second Super Bowl. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how I see it, uh, I think he's done. Um, Every year I've watched Tom Brady uh, finish off a season and he's never had doubt in his voice, in his speech. And he's never someone to take time to think he's never, you know, sent did you know, uh podcast the day after saying my family, my family, he's never been interviewed and said my family, my family. And I think finally mm-hmm. Giselle's like, I've had enough. It's either me or Gronk. Okay. And I know he loves Gronk and I know he loves football and I know he loves all this shit. But Giselle is a supermodel with needs, and they have three growing. They have two kids between them two, and then the third one that lives in New York. His his kid that's in New York is fourteen years old, going to high school, and his other kids are like nine and twelve. And like time just passes you by. Like they were talking about retirement in two thousand. Giselle wanted him to retire in 09, right? And then he's had a. It's crazy. Tom Brady's had like three Hall of Fame careers. Like <laughs> it's insane. Um, so. And then he put out like an Instagram uh, post today and I've seen a lot of past tense. I'm I'm hearing in his voice, a lot of past tense, a lot of, it was great. I had fun. I'm uh, I'm proud of what I've done. And I think you want to compare the Peyton Manning thing, right? Peyton Manning, his last year was horrible. Okay. Horrible. That Super Bowl, he played horrible. His defense was what won in that Super Bowl. Yes, he went out on the mountaintop, but everyone remembers, yes, he won that championship, but he got benched that year. Remember Trevor Simeon played like the last half of the year because Peyton Manning physically could not do it anymore. I don't people need to go back and look. Peyton Manning looked terrible his last year. Oh, I remember. Yeah, no, he's awful. And for me, how I see it, like a swan song kind of thing. My man was down 27 to 3 at home against the against the LA Rams. And in like Tom Brady fashion, 
made it all the way back. Tom Brady led this year in all these statistical categories, 5,000 plus yards, most touchdowns, most completions, and had the comeback of his life. And to me, that him that comeback was so Tom Brady that that's what I actually want to remember him as because it's not his fault that Tom Bowles uh, screwed him by not playing the right coverage on Cooper Cup because we all know, we're talking about overtime earlier, I, for a fact, know had that game gone to overtime, the Bucs mm-hmm. would have won the toss and Tom Brady would have scored a touchdown and we're talking about Tom Brady versus Jimmy G next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm 100% sure about that. So, and that's why, when you know the rules of overtime, that's why Matthew Stafford played it that way. Like, look, we got to score a touchdown here because we're not giving him not giving him back the ball. So, but for Tom Brady to make that comeback, how he made that comeback, it was so Tom Brady esque. That's how I want to remember him as because I know none of that was his fault. Yeah, but Tom Brady, Tom Brady, if he did retire, I mean, he's an MVP this year. I think. I think he wins the MVP again. Honestly, um, I wish I now after all this stuff has happened, and now that I actually watched the playoffs. I really and I and I know Aaron's gonna win. I really don't want Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP this year. I think yeah. he will, but when you go back and look, my problem with Tom Brady and the, and the Bucks, not Tom Brady, but the Bucks, I feel like they were trying to force feed him the, the MVP. And I think mm-hmm. they kind of came back and bit him in the ass. I think had to be more organic, kind of like Aaron Rodgers, kind of a little bit more organic. I think he, the story would have been a little bit different. I think the COVID thing is gonna hurt Rodgers. I don't think he wins it this year. No, he's gonna win it. He's going to win it, yeah. If you listen to all these media people, they all say, yeah, you know, you know, I want to vote for Tom, but, you know, they're, you know, analytics. This is why this is why he's going to win it. Analytics is why Aaron Rodgers is going to win it. Because he had, what was it, 37 touchdowns and only four interceptions. Like, yeah. Tom Brady had 15 turnovers, I think 12 interceptions, like three fumbles, something like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. What they, that's where they're going to go. And that's where they're going to go on. Also, fun fact, in the 56 years that they've done the Super Bowl, the person that finishes with the most yards never wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Isn't that wild? <laughs> like, so it's just one of those things in which I, I like, I feel like how Tom Brady played that last court. Like it was just so Tom Brady. It's just, it yeah. gave me Atlanta Falcon vibes. It's just, you know, the kid that everyone doubted, six round pick, came back and did all of that. I don't want him to uh, come back next year and he looks like Ben Roethlisberger. Like I don't want him to come back and look like that because. At some point, your body does start to break down, and we don't know what's going to happen with our offensive line. Although a couple of them are up for free agency, I don't think they're going to bring everybody back this year because oh, they saw what just happened to Chris Godwin. Like, look, we're not doing none, no franchise this and and friendly discounts. Let's go get paid. Like at the, at the end of the day, yeah. I think Gronk's body is starting to break down too, and that's his best. That's his guy. Um, I mean, we don't know when Godwin's going to come back. AB is not there. It's just. I think okay. I think it's time for him. I mean, forty-four years old. I mean, come on. We what more? And what more does he need to prove? I mean, and he said. I mean, he's. I mean, that's kind of what I'm hearing in his voice. Is I mean, I really have accomplished everything. I really don't have much to prove. He has it's, his clothing line and all his businesses and stuff. I think he's fine. It's it's all mysterious. Like the tweet or the the post he put out today was very mysterious. A lot of past tense, like you said. You know, Gronk put one out too. So it, it makes you seem. It makes it seem like the band's breaking up. But we've seen this before where he's like, oh, I'm going to call it quits. And then, oh, everything's good. But I think it's all going to pertain to what they keep because this is going to be like everybody, like you said, took that friendly discount. We're going to run it back. You know, I'm going to play into the franchise tag, but there's a lot of players that are going to be gone. Also coaching. A lot of coaching is going to be gone too. Byron Leftwich. Yeah. 
Leftwich has got his second interview with the Jags. That's pretty much good as done. Uh, they're saying people want to interview Bowles for a head coaching job. Uh, that could happen. They know uh, but- the, the divisional series. <laughs> don't, diss, don't diss my boy, bro. He's terrible. Um, don't diss my boy. Uh, but it, it, the, the lay of the land is going to look different. I mean, Mike Evans is going to be there. Uh, they got to think about what they're going to do with Gronk. They got to think they're going to do with uh, OJ Howard because he's up for contract now. And he's kind of like been put on the back burner the entire time. Uh, he's a lot of free agents, defense, man. A lot of defense. A lot of defense is going to be. Godwin, Godwin too. Godwin. Godwin needs to go. So if, if if he can find a team that can give him a long-term deal, I pray for him that he gets that because he, I mean, he like, to me, like he should go to the Titans to go replace Julio Jones. Him and A.J. Brown would be fantastic. Um, but JP. I would take him I, to the Pats. So with, <laughs> that was a rumor last year, right? <laughs> Aguilar. Aguilar. Shit. Uh, JPP is probably retiring. Ryan Jensen is going to go get paid somewhere else. The Dominican Sioux is probably retiring. OJ Howard's gone. I mean, I don't know what's happening with uh, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones, but they're both unrestricted free agents. Um, Gio Bernard's going to be gone. Like all these, they're like Carlton Dave. I don't know. To me, there's a lot of money you know that needs sucks? to go out. <laughs> you know what sucks? Think about this. All those years, Giovanni Bernard had to suffer in Cincinnati, and look where Cincinnati is now. Right. <laughs> Jesus, man. I was thinking about – I thought about that with Larry Fitzgerald earlier this year, and then they, they shot the bed, and it was yeah. – in Cardinals fashion, they can't close. They can't finish. Well, let's – we, we obviously touched the Tom Brady topic. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, too, because obviously he's MVP front runner, even though Tom Brady has the numbers to back mm-hmm. it up. Most likely he's going to win it. Uh, you know, all the all the issues in the beginning of the season was – or actually was pretty smooth in the beginning of the season. Then, like – Five or six games in, we find out he's he's not vaccinated and lied about everything, and just goes on this Karen Rogers tirade. It's like, oh, it is what it is type of thing, you know. Uh, I'm I can say what I want because I'm just I'm Aaron, and I think that like he's just he's weird. He's become weird. He's he's kind of like my Kanye West. Like Kanye Kanye is like my favorite artist, but you have to you have to take the talent away from what he says. Yep. Like we all know Kanye makes great music. But when Kanye opens his mouth and says slavery was a choice and thinks he's thinking free, you need some help, bro. But Aaron Rodgers, the same thing. Like they're paying him to play football. And obviously he said in his last statement that if they're going to rebuild, you know, I, I don't want to be here for a rebuild. I think, I think you just lost a big game. I think, uh, I think that your emotions are all out there. I think they has to give, give some time for the smoke to settle and talk. But I think Aaron Rodgers is, is a big priority for the Packers and they want to trend in the right way. But they are also another team that's got a lot of cap issues too. They got to find a way to keep Devontae Adams. So yeah, because Aaron's not staying if Devontae Adams is not there. Devontae is gone. Yeah, clearly. I, I like, mean, oh, that's I like twenty targets a game. <laughs> right there. Yeah, and and this team. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Aaron Rodgers sucks. Like as a human being, I mean, like he's just a shitty person. Uh, you can tell by like the way he talks about people, two people. He blamed this loss on the on, on the media. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I like that. I, hey, I like Aaron Rodgers in that moment, though, about that guy. He's a bum. He's, yeah, this guy, he's just a weirdo. Um, but um, I think he's going to have a great career in Denver next year. I, I really do. I think he's going to do great. Or, or Pittsburgh. Or Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh could be a good one, too. Yeah, oh, with Mike Tomlin. Nice, yeah. I don't think he, I, I don't think there's a chance he returns to the, to the Green Bay. He didn't want to be there this year anyway, and, you know, he just kind of – Ended up there now as an unrestricted free agent. I think, yeah, you know, he's gonna have 
the choice of where he wants to go and whether it be Pittsburgh, I would, shit, I would take him in, in New England. Um, <laughs> yeah, he wants to go. He, he has a choice of where he wants to go, in my opinion. I, there's, there's I, two places. I, you know, I, for the last, again, for the last. I mean, the Bucks. That, I, I, oh my, don't, don't put that in the air. Don't put that in the air. Okay. Do not put that in the air. First of all, keep in mind, he does have to get traded. The Green Bay Packers in their right mind would not trade him to the Bucks. Which means to me, they're going to put him if they because where he wants to go, depending on where he decides to get traded to, I think they're going to have to come to an agreement. It's going to be. I thought he was unrestricted. He's not unrestricted. No, no, he his dumbass restructured his, his contract that that put him like another year, like kind of what Brady did. Like Brady can come back next year, but he's still under contract. Oh, like, gotcha. So at the end of the day, they won't release him. They're going to trade. They have to trade him so they can get assets back. Um. So so if I'm them. If I'm the Packers, I'm like, look, if you want to go, fantastic, cool. Can you kind of held us hostage um, these last couple of years? Because you did all this all this shit talking and all this work, and you you, you call Brian Gutekind, um, uh, that guy, uh, what's his name from the Bulls, um, that they made fun of in the last dance? Jerry Colangelo? Yeah, no, not Colangelo, um, whatever his name is. You, you you shat on us. You made us. You made our front office look incompetent for drafting AJ Dillon. It panned out for drafting Jordan Love. We'll see. For all their draft picks, they, their offensive line is amazing. Their defense is, is is has come along nicely, and all that for you to go one and out at home <laughs> with the elements in Green Bay's favor. So to buy with the buy all of that, all of that for you to just waste, just for us to be the first loser once again. So to me. If I'm the Packers, say all the right things. We want you back. But kind of like with Brett Favre, I, it got to a point, like, is, isn't it crazy how much their careers have mirrored each other? All the, like, superstar, superstar talent and only one ring to show for it and in a, in a very bad, bad breakup at the end. It's literally the same thing with a quarterback that they drafted in the first round that's just waiting to, for his chance to probably get a start. At this point, I'm like, bro, Go go to the Jets. <laughs> go go be like Brett Favre. Go to the Jets. Um, to me, the Steelers, that little wink with Mike Tomlin earlier this year. Uh, they want they want each other. He's been in their DMs, you know, they're tampering. It's all it's it's cool, we know. Uh, so I think that would be great. I think I think uh the Broncos would be great, but you gotta play Justin Herbert twice a year, and you have to play Patrick Mahomes twice a year, and we'll get to him, but you might have to play Sean Payton next year. <laughs> when uh, when Sean Payton is a Raiders coach, I'm just putting it out there. Um, and Derek Carr is still not a slouch. So right now he has it made, and that's the problem that he doesn't realize. He has to play the Lions twice a year. He has to play the Vikings twice a year, and he has to play the the Bears, who have not had a quarterback since McMahon. Like they, the Bears, all they are is defense. They don't. So you know, five year, five games a year, I'm probably going to win. Tom Brady came down to to uh, NFC South. Carolina, Atlanta, I got it. New Orleans, yeah, that was tough. But we got him once in the playoffs, and we beat him. <laughs> we we got him in the playoffs, and we beat him. So, I mean, look, Tom Brady for 20 years, Dolphins, Bills, and Jets, three, six times a year. He knew I'm getting five or six wins every year. That's such right. a good feeling to have. And you're going to go – so, to me, the Steelers would make more sense for, for uh, Aaron because who the hell knows what to make of Baker Mayfield? Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's tough, and then Lamar Jackson. I mean, he might not finish the season. He might not finish the season. 
I know, but let's be honest. I, I don't know. I, I don't know where I'd rather be. It's been a long time that the NFC has been the strongest conference in the NFL in terms of bet the overall teams. I think we're starting to see a shift this year where Future. better players are in the AFC. All the quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> the quarterbacks, Justin yeah. Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Mac Jones. <laughs> I like how you slip that in there. <laughs> Lamar Jackson when he's healthy. Um, you know, there's just so many good quarterbacks in the AFC where, I mean, pretty much it's just Kyler. And we don't even know if Kyler's that great yet. We don't I mean, even know if he's great. There's no good young quarterback in NFC. Can you name the good young quarterback? Kyler, and that's it. I mean, that that's, that's really – Isn't that crazy? Like, in the AFC, even the ones that sucked, our mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, can still be really good. We we're, yeah. we expect him to still be really good. Two uh, had a good end of the year. Tua, year. honestly, you know, it, it's it's real iffy with him, but he can still be a very solid uh, quarterback mm-hmm. in his league. And we're just and those are the teams that didn't even. I mean, Herbert didn't even make the playoffs this year. And uh, and, and uh, Derek Carr, uh, not a bad quarterback either. And but the, I'll tell you this: I still haven't given up on Jalen Hurts yet. I think Jalen Hurts is going to be good. I won't say what? that. <laughs> one thing. One thing I'll say though, and and like I I pride myself. I feel like me and Stephen A. channel channel a lot of things that we think. Like when I saw Aaron Rodgers lose that game, the bad man doesn't apply anymore. No, he doesn't apply. He's mm-hmm. only a bad man during the regular season. He's a bad man during the regular season, but when it comes to the playoffs, like I, I can't give him that credit anymore. Like we were saying, like we we try and find ways to be like, oh, he didn't lose the game or it wasn't his fault, but it was his fault. You're in your what, element. What did what did we like about Aaron? What did we like about young Aaron Rodgers? It was the magic that he made, right? Mm-hmm. We got a new magic man. He's right behind me, Patrick Mahomes. That's a bad man. Like at the end Josh of the day, Allen's a bad man. Josh, they're both. Right. Josh Allen is a is a bad man. But this man behind me had 13 seconds to get his field, his team in field goal range, that's and he did it. So, that's a bad man. It sucks, man. But let's uh, let's go to another quick topic. Uh, Sean Payton just announced that he will be retiring from football. Mm. Um, Saints are Saints are going to have to go a different route now. What do we What do we think about all that? Um, is this a story? I mean, really, who cares? The Saints are back story. to being the Saints. Yeah, but, the Saints uh, of old, right? Remember yeah, the, the Aints. When we were growing up, they were a terrible franchise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, just god awful. And I think we're going to go back to that. They have no, they have absolutely no foundation other than Kamara. And he, if I'm him, I'm I'm, I'm like I don't. I don't know what's going on with Michael Thomas. He clearly didn't even want to be there anymore. Michael Thomas is probably going to be out of there soon. If I'm Kamara, I'm like, why would I waste my time, my the rest of my solid young legs here, right? With Taysom Hill as my quarterback, I'm not doing that, okay? So they're over the cap. They have no quarterback. Now they have no coach. Uh, they have no – they're losing a lot of players on defense because they can't afford any of them. So to me, the Saints go right back down to the basement. Um, there's going to be a huge, I mean, the NFC is in a weird place right now. Like it's just, and it's just really, we'll see what Sean Payton does. I think he needs to, he needs to actually relax. I think he's been stressed out. Like what him and Drew Brees did to, to save this franchise, dealing mm-hmm. with Hurricane Katrina, uh, bringing them back to, I mean, bring them back to Super Bowl. Then more hurricanes always keep coming through. I mean, they started off this season playing a home game in Jacksonville. Like mm-hmm. what kind of shit is that? Like that—that's a lot on a coach and on a program and on a team. So, uh, if I'm Sean, I'm chilling. I'm taking this next few months to just chill and just 
go on vacation to Cabo and just relax. Uh, if you get the itch back, you get the itch back. But uh, there's there's TV deals out there to go. I mean, Amazon's got this shit coming. Uh, I would love to see Troy Aikman go to Amazon, so I don't have to hear his voice anymore because I watch oh too God. many. I, I watch too many NFC games to hear, and too and unfortunately, all of them are always Cowboy games. And Troy Aikman gets a Cowboy game, he's sucking them up the whole game. Oh, Dak Prescott, the refs suck. Oh, Mike McCarthy. Like, it's all just Cabo Cabo. It's just annoying. His commentary like, is terrible. I'm like done with him. On ESPN. It drives me nuts. They just have a segment on, on ESPN called Pat Time with Teddy. And it drives <laughs> me nuts, man. Because all they got, they got, that's what never happened in Tom Brady's offense. I, when I played with Tom, we get it. We get it. You won with Tom. We get it. All right. And but, Sean Payton could be the next. I mean, look. Rest in peace, John Madden, right? Why, why do we love John Madden? Because he, his knowledge of football is amazing, and he made us understand it. What people say about Sean Payton is that his football knowledge is, is incredible. Like, it, it is incredible. Uh, so I would love to hear his football knowledge on, on TV, and, you know, maybe he could become that. That I mean, we're, I, I'll look at some of the guys that I thought would come back to coaching, uh, like Bill Cowher. I thought he would have been a coach after he, like, he stepped down. Bill Cowher never came back. Uh, what's his name from the Ravens? Uh, that was the coach. Um, uh, I can't think of his name, but he he went to the booth. He went to the back, and he never came back. Uh, John Gruden. I didn't think he was going to come back. I mean, he was making a lot of money with with Monday Night Football. So to me, if he finds a niche where he's not that stressed out, he gets to see his family four or five days a week, and all he has to do is make that that plane trip down to wherever the game's at mm-hmm. on Friday night. To me, that's just. I mean, you've yeah. been coaching as a head coach for 16 years, which means you've probably been coaching, coaching for the last 30. I mean, it, it, it stresses you out. It, it does stress you out. So, you know, it's it's the end of an era for the Saints. I think the NFC South is, I mean, the Bucks. if they lose Brady, you got Blaine Gabbert, you got uh, Jason Hill, you got what's left of Matt Ryan, and then you have uh, I think whoever, whoever is in Carolina. Yeah, whatever chance you wanted to get a, a run at a good quarterback like an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson, I think that's going to probably die now. Oh, that's dead, yeah. Um, I think I think the Saints, I think they're just going to go stick with what they know. Hire Dennis Allen as your head coach. Have it be a big, strong defensive team. Hopefully they bring in a good offensive coordinator and something works, whether they develop a quarterback, whether they keep Jameis Winston. Um, I think you keep Jameis for year. Oh, I would, but I don't I think they have the money to keep him. And Jameis... I, apparently, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's he played well enough this year where somebody's going to give him bread. They're going to give him money. Really, you think so? Where's, that's like, where the team that doesn't get Russell Wilson and, and Aaron Rodgers. That's Washington. their that's their next choice. Because I mean, who else is available? Deshaun Watson, but you know his legal situation is. No, I'm saying Washington, Washington, maybe for Washington. Yeah. Um, I mean, we I mean, there's so many different areas right now because. Um, Washington for sure is one. I mean, I don't know what they think about Taylor Heineke, but Washington's one for sure. Um, I mean, just think NFC. There's so many bad uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah. Anybody can replace yeah, Daniel Jones. Let's not sit and contemplate where, where James is going to end up. But yeah, like I, I think if you're smart, you, you gotta, you gotta try and sign someone who's at least a manageable quarterback. And we saw flashes from James Winston playing there, but he was also playing under a Sean Payton who gets the best out of whoever he has there. Precisely. So, Precisely. So it's, it's, That's actually a very good point. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be who you get as your offensive coordinator. And we saw Dennis Allen, where was he with the Raiders? He was the head coach tank mm-hmm. wherever he was before. So we'll see what he does there. Cause they, they love his defensive presence there. He's made the defense. Well, he's, he's held Tom Brady to zero points at home. So 
that's that's pretty stunning. And if you can keep that going, if Tom Brady has one more year and the Saints just poo poo on his his you know going away tour, whatever it is, I mean that's that's still something to be applauding about. But I think the loss of a Sean Payton. I think when we think of the Saints as a whole, we used to think of Drew Brees, but now when Drew Brees retired. We saw the Saints. We thought Sean Payton. This is Sean Payton's team. Everybody else is just, you know, a fill-in. I feel like Alvin Kamara is probably the most talented running back out there, but he's just not utilized properly. And the, and the Saints have a great O line. Have a great O line, but they just can't open up holes for him, mm-hmm. or he just wants to be too flashy and not care about the game and go to sideline games and sit courtside and get a new diamond nose ring every time. Like I, I don't know. I just I feel like with when Michael Thomas said, I don't want to be here. I thought this would be a big jump for the usage of Alvin Kamara. And I just feel like it's it's so-so. It's so-so using Alvin Well, Kamara. you've been such a great coach for so long. Nine times out of ten because you had a quarterback, right? Yeah. Um, I, and I, I knew once Drew Brees was gone, I knew Sean Payton would be right after. Uh, I think Sean Payton actually been holding on for dear life, kind of like Drew Brees was holding on for dear life. Mm-hmm. But Drew Brees' arm has been trashed for the last, for the last three years of his career. And yeah. Sean Payton has been so enamored with this whole Taysom Hill thing because he knew mm-hmm. if I need to get the ball deep down the field, Jameis Winston in that playoff game was the only part made the best pass of the game. And yeah. he didn't even start. Right. Um, and I think once he knew that Drew Brees didn't have it anymore, Sean Payton's patience to develop a young quarterback in probably is not where it, where it used to be. When Drew yeah. Brees got to, uh, to the, to the saints, he got dumped by the chargers. Uh, and he was a kind of like a, they had to like fix him basically. Uh, so, I mean, he did a great job fixing him, but once you have a, a quarterback and court coach relationship, one goes, the other one pretty much follows. That's why I'm actually surprised that Belichick is still on the sideline uh, with mm-hmm. Mac Jones. I think, I think at this point he's going to realize, and, and you can respond to this. I can't beat, I, I can't realistically beat Josh Allen anymore. Like I'm like, I can't beat him. Right. And if we look at the AFC, Bill Belichick knows as great as my defense can be on our on our worst day, Josh Allen scored a touchdown on every single drive. And that that can happen at any point when you don't have like I don't know how transcendent Mac Jones can be. Uh, so to me, if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm probably stepping away like Andy Reid. We had him for years. Once Donovan McNabb was gone, that was his quarterback gone. Right. Uh, it's just. It's just, you know, you, you got your guy, and then once your guy is gone, it's, I got to try it. It's, it's, it's tough. To me, it's just really tough. I come around the other way on, on Josh Allen. Let's chill out, okay? It was like four games, okay? <laughs> he's, he's not fucking like Listen, but you're But, but you, you made a good point. Like, after that game, that snow game, that windy snow game where it was, what was it, 15 and 12 or whatever it was? Yeah. That, I mean, I think it was at that moment. The bill, like, because I, I remember uh, McDermott was like, "Don't give Bill Belichick so much credit," and everyone was so pissed off. I think the the Bills needed that that ass whooping that day, even though the score didn't say that. They needed that humbling ass whooping to realize we're better. We're better than them, and and that's no offense to you guys, but they were. I mean, they are I on mean, paper. That- I mean, you guys have Nelson Aguilar. Kendrick Bourne, I am sorry. Nelson Aguilar is not a not a good receiver. And then Jacoby Myers has it's just Hunter Henry and, and uh John Smith. Like Hunter Henry doesn't stay healthy. John Smith is, is getting old. Like you guys are an aging, kind of an aging but not aging roster with no nothing in particular offensively that's like wow. The offense was terrible. The defense was fine. The secondary sucked ass. 
Uh, Judon was the only bright spot. I mean, that's, I mean, I don't want to get in the Patriots tirade right now. But. I know, it's just, so once you see, like, Sean Payton's seen, I don't know if I can win the Super Bowl here anymore. Like, they, they, are we over the cap? You know, mm-hmm. the Bucks. you know, even when we, even when we're able to beat the Bucks, we still can't do anything with it. Right. Um, and that, and that at some point, these teams in the NFC will get better and we have to get worse before we can get better. So basically Aaron Rodgers didn't want to rebuild. Sean Payton doesn't want to rebuild either. So <laughs> I'll see. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's preview this, uh, championship, uh, weekend. So AFC championship, Cincinnati, Kansas city, San Francisco versus the Rams. It's a tough divisional game once again for the third time this year. Um, what do we think? Start whoever wants to go first. I know Vic's been high on Cincinnati all year. So. You 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 keep are you gonna keep riding that wave, Dude, right? I don't think I don't think I can go back on it. So, uh, <laughs> I, you know, Sam and, I, Sam and I were talking yesterday, and the spread opened at minus seven for Kansas City. Uh, I'm gonna I'm definitely I'll tell you right now I'm, I'm I've already taken Cincinnati. Uh, um, with at, that at, seven great call that's disrespectful uh, um, but, but the, the thing that surprises me about this is that uh, in terms of the money as far as where the sharps are betting you got 82% of the cash on Cincinnati at, at plus seven and then when you look at the money line 63% of the cash has gone uh, towards the Bengals on the money line so in my opinion that means that the sharps know something that we don't so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bengals here in this in this playoff game against uh, against the Chiefs at home at, at the Chiefs home in Kansas City. Joe Burrow does it again. Um, has Joe Burrow ever played? I mean, I know he, he was talking about um, you know playing in the SEC, so he's played against big crowds before. Mm-hmm. Has he played in <clears throat> in Arrowhead? <laughs> well, let's see. So what's the so when he won the national championship? Nationals, where did they play? They play is it the Mercedes Benz Dome? Yeah. Yeah. But Mercedes Benz Dome. I'm gonna Google it right. This is riveting content for everybody here. No, no, because no, I already I already have a rebuttal to what you're about to say. So I'll let you say what you're gonna say. So 74,000 in the Mercedes Benz Dome, right? Oh no, that's sixty percent of the fans were LSU fans. So it, eh, it's hop, it's split, it's split. My well, only, he also played at Tuscaloosa, so okay, fair, fair. Uh, my concern: the Chiefs, uh, Ty- uh, Matthew, if he's unable to go because he's still in concussion protocol. Apparently, if I'm not, if I'm look, if I'm reading this right, he's still in concussion protocol. Um, everybody else is still healthy, so you know, obviously that 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 week seventeen game, Jamar Chase got loose. Um, I always. The team that loses in the regular season, mm-hmm. I always pick them to win in the in the uh, in the uh, in the playoffs, mm-hmm. simply because that they know what to work on. Hence, why the Bills were able they lost that first game. They knew what to work on because you watch film like, damn, we should have did this. Damn, we should have did this. Mm-hmm. And when you win, you don't pay attention to that many details, uh, especially to me. Uh, their coaches, I mean, Zach Taylor is young. Okay. So I don't know how attention to detail he is. And also watching these playoffs, I, I can make a case that the Bengals didn't win either of those games. I think the Raiders lost that first game because they played so horribly. And mm-hmm. then they're, I mean, penalties, everything. And then the Titans lost this game because Ryan, Tann- Ryan Tannehill is an awful quarterback. And mm-hmm. in the worst possible moment, he threw another interception. 
They sacked Joe Burrow nine times. Yeah, poor guy. Okay? Nine times. And I've been saying it since week zero. The Bengals have oh, the worst no. offensive line in the league. I've been saying it since – that's why I wasn't high on them. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that chase. That that was, that was uh, that draft pick was – I thought it should have been Seawolf. It, it didn't need to be. Okay, uh, Jamar Chase is amazing. But yeah. you can't have your quarterback coming off an ace of those surgery get nine, sacked nine times in a game. And Frank Clark and Melvin Ingram are just going to dial it up. <laughs> and, and they're going to keep coming after this kid. And now – but I think now that they know – we can't let this one guy beat us. I heavily doubt that's going to happen twice. I just I can't see Andy Reid allowing that to happen again. I just yeah. don't see it. I I think I'm I'm happy for everything the Bengals have have accomplished this year. Like I've I've not been on the train. I haven't been riding the train. I'm happy to see it though because I, I am a Joe Burrow fan. I just thought like he needs an O line. He needs a better defense. He might need a better coach. But obviously it's it's all running. Everything is working. But I think, and we say this all the time, in the regular season, you showed your cards the first game, mm-hmm. and Kansas City knows what's, what's coming. Also, I think Kansas City is the greatest team ever to play possum. They are the greatest team ever to play possum. Because we beginning of the year, everyone's like, oh, we figured this team out. We know how to beat them. They're not contenders anymore. And look what they are right now again, on the, on the road back to the Super Bowl. And yeah, but they always down to their opponent that's that's the thing that bothers me about kansas city is they always they always play down to their opponent they never they never blow out anybody and and they do but you don't want you don't if you're you're a cincinnati fan you don't want that to happen now no do you know know, what damn well the chief he wanted to turn the jets on he can definitely do it that wasn't a pun for my team either because they suck (laughs) but he could do that if he needed to the chiefs in the regular season and the chief in the playoffs are two completely different teams i've never seen a team that can literally score 30 points in five minutes like they literally have the ability in a five minute span can put Mm -hmm. up four touchdowns so when you have that knowing that Yes, I mean, the Bengals have not played their best game yet, and I don't see them all of a sudden like, all right, with all the pressure on, we're going to be like, we're going to go to Arrowhead and beat this guy has been to to, to two straight Super Bowls, mm-hmm. um, probably going for his third. Like, I, I, just, I just find it very hard to see. I mean, again, and I've been saying it, they don't know how good they are yet, and at some point <laughs> – at some point, it's going to hit them. And even last game, they don't know how good they were, and they got sacked because that's why they got sacked nine times, and that's why they made those mistakes that they made. But And I don't see the offensive line getting any better. We got a, we got a veteran uh, uh, bunch coming. And if Travis Kelsey is healthy, if Tyreek Hill is healthy, and you still got Byron Pringle and McCole Hardman, I don't think they have enough dogs that over, in, um, over in Cincinnati to stop that this time. I think – I don't think it's, I don't think it'll be comfortable for Cincinnati. I mean, for uh, for Kansas City, but I think in that fourth quarter they'll make they'll make some uh, some separation there. And uh, I, if I was a gambling man, you know, and it came out at seven, I'd probably pick the Bengals too. But I do expect the game to be like a thirty-one to twenty finish. Hmm. Kind of that's how that's kind of what's the, what was the over under? The over under right now for this one is fifty-four and a half. All right, I, I wanted last game. I was thinking about taking it under, <laughs> and because I it was looking like it could have been under until those last two minutes. But I would say, all right, thirty-four to twenty-four. That that, that would be like my prediction. That they hit the over last game. Obviously, the Chiefs did, and the Bengals hit the under the last 
three games have hit the under last oh, year. Yeah, so I, I'm looking at the under here. I think the only way for the Bengals to win is if the under hits here. So I'm going to stick with my guys. Um, injury report doesn't look too bad for the on the, on the Chiefs side. You got Tyron Matthew and um, Damian Williams. It's Damian Williams, right? Um, they don't need him. <laughs> they found lightning in the bottle when Jarek McKinnon played that Broncos game. And I, and yeah. I great and, and even Clyde Edwards Alaire looked pretty good last week as well yeah, so. yeah he looked better he looked better um yeah we'll we'll see what's we'll see I I, I still like right. the bank because I'm gonna ride my dog yeah you're gonna ride him who yeah, day let's let's move let's move out west clash clash again for the third time <sighs> um this is this this is goes back to Michael Plus is saying you can beat a team two times in the regular season but when it comes down to it it's hard to beat him a third time so hmm. uh I'll, let me just take that real OBJ quick. OBJ is hungry, too. I'm gonna say, I'll OBJ take that one really quickly. Same way I feel about, like, Cincinnati. They, they haven't played, like, you know, amazing yet. Joe, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a good quarterback. I'm sorry. Uh, he hasn't been doing anything. He hasn't make. done anything to make me be like, wow, he is great, right? And yeah. as much love I have for Debo Samuel, he will probably still have an amazing game. Um, Matthew Stafford's probably going to be under duress because of Bosa and all those guys. So I get it. The Rams should win, and I still don't feel comfortable about picking them. Like, I would not – I couldn't I, – like, the night before the Packers and the 49ers played, I was I got really drunk, and I remember I looked at my girlfriend and I said, wow, I think the 49ers are going to beat the Packers tomorrow. <laughs> and I said that because I was intoxicated and in sober thoughts. Right now, I am extremely sober. If I, if I drink, uh, you know, uh, uh, some tequila right now, I might be able to convince myself that the 49ers will win this game. But my sober my my sober mind is mm-hmm. telling me go with the go with the Rams. Uh, I think they they didn't make all these moves to come all this way to lose again. Like Sean McVay, at some point, needs to have some pride and like, look, I'm not letting Kyle Shanahan beat me again. Okay, <laughs> um, and I think that comeback that the Bucks yeah. made was actually the best thing that happened to the Rams. Yeah, because now they have to button up on everything because they they know, look, we have the talent to beat anybody. But if we don't button up on this, 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 and this, we're going to be susceptible to losing. And that's all the mistakes that all the games that the Rams lost this year is because they've made dumb mistakes, pick sixes, bad fumbles, uh, just bad play calling in, in wrong spots. I think that was actually that that comeback by Tom Brady was actually beneficial for the Rams. And wow. now they're like, all right, we we know what to do. And again, it's hard to beat a team three times. It's, it's just in a, in a in the same season. It's just it's tough to me. It's tough. So. I'm going with the Rams to host that SoFi Super Bowl, just like the Bucks. Yeah, and that's, the NFL wants that too. At the end of the day, that's that's the one thing I heard about Bucks fans complaining about. They're like, "Oh, the NFL made the Bucks lose because it's in LA this year, and they want LA to win." But they don't they, stop. They, <laughs> I know, no, Bucks fans are the worst. They're the worst. They don't stop. But, but yeah, I know they, they'll they'll go with every excuse. My favorite one is if we had AB and and uh, or no, if we had Godwin and AB didn't quit, we would have won. Okay, whatever. They had Godwin and AB. Probably true. They had Godwin and AB week three, and the Rams still won. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I think they, I think they win that game with AB. But did they not have Godwin and AB and Gronk and Leonard the whole team when they let's played not. them in week three? Man, that's right. The season. Tom Brady don't care about. Let's that. not ponder. Right, they right. lost. Let's not ponder. Okay, they lost, and <laughs> Bucks fans just gotta, you know, suck it up. But 
it's it is it is in the NFL like they're they're saying that, but also like like you said, they're they put together this product. They went and got they needed a linebacker, and yes, Von Miller's older, but Von Miller still wreaks havoc on the field. We saw Very it good. against the Bucks. Uh, OBJ, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Definitely not a fan of OBJ. Can you apologize OBJ, to OBJ? <laughs> I am apologizing. My apologies. I want to hear you say I'm sorry. I'm sorry, OBJ. I am okay you. because you are playing great football right now. You are playing great football. You got six touchdowns. What was it? They, they threw the stat line up there. It was like he had six yards. His and, whole all his time with Cleveland. He's already at seven now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's playing great football. He looks like he's having fun again. And that's all I want to see is I want to see Odell have fun because when Odell is having fun, we're all having fun. That's my biggest tip with Odell is when he's not having fun, he's a crybaby. He's kicking things around. His daddy's getting him out of Cleveland. There's a whole lot of things I don't like about him, but he's playing the best football he can. And I just want to see Matthew Stafford, like just keep this train going. I want to see the Matthew Stafford train going because he deserves it. He's played with some great players. Um, on offense and defense. And I, I like seeing this Rams team. We were talking about the running back situation. Started off with Daryl Henderson. Then he went down. Then Sonny Michelle came back up. And he's got knees from somewhere. Who knows where he got these knees from? And now Cam Akers has entered back into it, which I think Cam Akers should be slowly, you know, 50-50 with Sonny Michelle going forward. But that's just me. Um, but they're, they're exciting to watch again. They're very exciting. And the 49ers they play like a Swiss army knife. They're like, a, anybody could go off. Debo could be a running back. He could be a tight end. He could be a receiver. We don't know what Debo, he could throw touchdowns too. So there's all types of different ways that they can beat you as well. And don't forget about Kittle too. Kittle's also going to wreak havoc. So mm-hmm. I always say divisional games are always the toughest. And we've been yeah. saying all year that the best teams are coming from the NFC West. Yep. Somebody's going to Super Bowl out there <laughs> representing us. So yeah. we're speaking into fruition right there. And I just think, just like Plus said last year, yeah, the Saints got the Bucks two times in the regular season. It's postseason now. It's hard to do it. And Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to be that guy for the 49ers. Like, Bro, they played, they played so played bad ass. last week. He's played ass every game, man. Bro, listen, ass. they had zero <laughs> points until that block punt in the fourth quarter. They, yeah. they did nothing last week, but – they played good defense, which is which will keep you in games. Yeah. And they made a timely special teams play, and then Debo got him in the got him in the at the end. So it's just as long as like the, what the Rams did to the Bucks, they need to put them away and put them away early because they were up seventeen mm-hmm. zero on the 49ers week eighteen. The same thing. They they were up seventeen. They were up twenty five on on the Bucks. What they need to do is put their foot their foot down on the throat. Don't play scared football and keep keep it going. Just yeah. keep it going because if, if yeah. once they because you can tell they were playing scared football. Like it was just it wasn't the same in the second half. And when and the Rams like, went all in here, they went all in with this team, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no way they're able to keep this. They're, they're way over the cap, right? Yeah. I mean, they they, they have uh, you know some amazing talent on this team. They literally went all in. Yeah. They are going for it here, and yeah, I'm with you guys as much as I would like to see this, the 49ers pull this one out. Um, I give the slight advantage to the home team here. Uh, they are three and a half point favorites at home, which means that Vegas actually only likes them a half point better yeah. <laughs> than, than they like San Francisco, which is interesting, I think, because I, I thought San Francisco was a much better team. But um, yeah, I'm with you guys on this. I, I think the Rams end up pulling it out of here. Yeah. 
tough, uh, tough one, though. It's still a tough one. It, it's going to be a very tough game. I'm going to be excited to watch that game. Um, all right, let's do some NBA talk. Buy or sell. I want to hear buy or sell and a quick rebuttal why, okay? Ooh. Let's not go on different tangents about how Larry Bird was the greatest Celtics player and Paul Pierce has always <laughs> been the truth and Antoine Walker could have been. And if we had... All right, go, go, go. You're, you're on your tangent right now. See? You see him? You see how he is, big? real, though. Antoine Walker could have been, though. <laughs> All right. So, hey, so, can, can, quick interjection real quick. Can I, can I just say this? Yes. So currently the Boston Celtics are playing the Sacramento Kings. It is 95 to 52 in the third quarter, at the end of the third quarter. It's we'll the Sacramento Queens. Exactly. They're just a farm. <laughs> what are we, what are we celebrating here? Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> um, okay. Buy or sell once again. It's Tuesday. AD's making his return. A healthy AD helps the Lakers get back on track. Buy sell. Sell? What, what, do we, what do we call back on track, though? Like, what, do we, what are we calling that? Championship, right? Wait, is that back on track? To me, back on track is, is their rise back up in the standings and at least get a top five seed. That's what I'm saying. Back on I'm track. buying that part. Championship, I don't know, but I'm buying that. They're a contender, I would say. Is, I'm, is buying, I'm buying that they're a contender and they're not a 500 basketball team anymore because that's where they are right now. They're a 500 team. So I'm, buying, I'm buying them getting back up in the standings. That team sucks and 80 sucks this year. <laughs> 80 fat, yeah. All right. James Harden will be traded at the deadline. Why would he leave now? Chance. He might be a free agent and go play with the Sixers, unfortunately. No, okay. that's not happening. Next Bro. question. Okay. James, <laughs> James Harden will be a Brooklyn Net next season. Sell. Buy. Sell. Sell. I'm, Absolutely buy. He came out earlier. He there's The story came out earlier today. He doesn't like the weather. He doesn't like the taxes that he's paying in Brooklyn. He oh, doesn't like the taxes he's paying in Philadelphia a lot better. And the weather's great out here. <laughs> he, I think he goes back to he goes back to like Houston or some shit like that. Or or he goes play like in Miami so he can go get no state income tax. I don't know. I could see Miami. I could yeah. see Miami. But I'm because he's he wants to hang out with little baby and celebrities and stuff. And Brooklyn is a shit show right now, so I think I'm selling that. I'm, he's not going to the be greatest shit show on earth, man. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I don't. I disagree that I, I sell that. I'm going to sell that the, that the Brooklyn Nets are a shit show. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding about that. I'm just I'm being a hater. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so I I will say that I, I would find it very hard to believe that that they would go through all this. Now, if anybody were to do it, it'd be one of these three guys, right? Either Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant or James Harden to blow the it up. the denominator. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, these guys are all nutcases. But I, I just find it hard to believe. I think he's I think he's a Brooklyn Net next year. I don't think – But one more rebuttal to that. I don't think he wanted to be a Brooklyn Net in the first place. I just think he wanted to get out of Houston. And but he got to – Because to, this was KD and Kyrie's team. Like, that was like – They made that pact to come here together. And then yeah. when they realized he wanted to get out, Perfect opportunity. That's why he didn't re-sign this past summer. They offered him a contract. He rejected it. And he's already he like he's made it clear he's gonna test our free agency. So yeah, I always I think, say that though. I mean, they always do. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. It's I didn't think KD would leave Golden State. So if KD can leave Golden State and leave all those championships behind, <laughs> I don't think James Harden's gonna stay behind. <laughs> KD's a snake. <laughs> okay. All right. The Celtics will be buyers at the deadline. That's for you, Vic. Oh, I'd buy the hell out of that. Absolutely. I, I already hear that there are numerous talks uh, to, to try and get some players. All we need is wing shooting, guys. Come on. 
Uh, we're we're a championship contender as soon as we as soon as we get George Hill on the. On Say the that one more time. You're what yeah. contenders? You guys yeah. are playing contenders. So, 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 the Celtics, so the Celtics. No, no, I don't want to see. I think that the, if the Celtics, if the Celtics end up getting some kind, something, some semblance of wing shooting and bench scoring for Schroeder and whatever, um, I think that I think that we could actually contend not for a championship, but. I think we can make the second round of the playoffs. I think that the Celtics currently are a better team than what they are. I hate Ime Adoka as a coach. He has terrible rotations. His lineups suck ass, and he doesn't know. I feel like he, I feel like I know better basketball uh, than he does, which is insane to say because this is a man that understudied for for, um, Popovich. for Popovich for so yeah. many seasons. But you know, we're sitting here in 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 January, and the Celtics are five hundred and about to go over five hundred for the first time in how many months? Um, Only to play the Heat in the first round and lose in five games. <laughs> I, and honestly, I, I I hope that you ask me if the Heat are the best team by yourself because I'm going to sell the shit out of that. Ooh. I think I think that the 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 best teams in the East are the three and the four seed. If you ask me, and Milwaukee is being very disrespectful to, to the original question with Boston. Um, <clears throat> I, I I I'm I'm selling or buying. I don't know because. I don't. I don't know how. You know what the Celtics are doing. I don't know how seriously they believe in themselves to do anything this year, right? So if you're mm-hmm. not going to win this year, the, I've been hearing all this stuff about Jalen Brown and all. I don't know what's going on. No, I, no, no absolutely not. No, no. I not. personally think like this is an Antoine Walker, Paul Pierce situation. One of them's got absolutely to vote, and it's not, not going to be Jason Tatum. I think Jalen Brown at some point will be playing for a different roster That's in crazy. 2023. I don't know if it would be happen this year first and then it happens next year or it happens yeah. next year. But to me, they should just stay put or they need yeah. to get rid of Schroeder. Um, Schroeder sucks. They need to get rid of Schroeder and then maybe see what they can do for that. But outside of that, to me, they're just, they should just kind of just stay how it is. And, Why would you trade away two all-star wings? That makes no sense. I, I, I said two. I said them. one. No, no, but why would you trade away one of them? You have you have, the whole point is to get all stars. What was Antoine away. Walker? Antoine Walker wasn't an all star when he got traded yes, away. Yes, he was. Antoine Walker was one of the best players in the Eastern Conference for a while. No, 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 no. Oh, you got to go back. And, 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 and let's be honest, when they traded away Antoine Walker, how'd that work out for the Celtics? Because I remember years and years and years of the basement until Kevin Garnett came and saved our asses. It was two years in the basement. Two years in the basement, dude. We were we were a shit team, a shit franchise for years, and we, we were, were like speed. We were you don't want to be in middling mediocrity in the NBA. Oh, I'm talking about after Antoine Walker. I, I you know I blocked all those years out until KG uh, KG came in 2007. So yeah, oh, they traded right. Antoine Walker in 05, and they got KG by by 07 and won a championship by 08. It's so called they, re. It's called tear it down and build it back up. That's what you do. I don't want to tear it down and build it back up, and we already have an all star guy in Jalen Brown. And plus, when Antoine Walker was traded, how old was Antoine Walker? How old was he? Old enough to drink. Uh, he was drafted in '96. That was year nine. So year nine, uh, Jalen Brown hasn't even been in the league for five years yet, guys. Come on. I mean, let's be let's be real. Jason Tatum's only been in the league for four years. Let's. I mean, these are. These are guys that are young. That they I agree with you. I agree with you. Oh, I'm, I'm just going off of today's NBA where no one has patience anymore. That's just that's just yeah. the way we are right now. 
you also you also talk about loving the Boston Celtics so much with that Orlando Magic jersey on, so it's a little confusing. We're it's Shaq. To- Don't worry, Shaq. Hey, this, hey, not only is it Shaq, I, I also Shaq have bad love for my Magic as well, and my guy Mo Bamba, okay? Mo if you Bamba. want to buy or sell Mo I've Bamba, Mo Bamba's it. I've been saying Mo Bamba's it. You didn't, you didn't just see Joel and B giving 50? You, you, yeah. you didn't see that? Yeah, you whatever. didn't see that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, so the best center in the league took him a 50. Hey. Good. Oh, th- oh, buy or sell, best center in the league, Joel and B. Yeah, I mean, Jokic. Bye, bye, bye. It's either Jokic or him, yeah. But then Jokic that I'll same night went and got a 40-point triple-double and a game-winning, like, assist to the corner. Beautiful, fast God. He's so, great. Jokic right. is like, He's something. Back to buy, sell, back to buy, sell. <laughs> will, will the Lakers move Russ, buy or sell? Oh, so, I buy that. I sell it. You don't think they move them? They're not going to move them. Is it because they can't or because they don't want to? The only team they can move them to is the Houston Rockets for John Wall. And yeah. on paper, that seems like a good a good trade because you get somebody that can shoot better. But I, mean, really shoot better. I would not want to, in the middle of the season, have to completely relearn a new night. That's way too much going on with somebody who has who has injury concerns. Like, the man has horrible knees. The mm-hmm. best thing that Russell Westbrook gives you is he, the best thing. No, this is basketball. Is the, the best thing that Russell Westbrook gives you is that he plays every night. Russell Westbrook yeah. does not get hurt. He plays every night. And at the end of the day, I don't know if that's good or bad, but yeah, it's bad sometimes. But at the end of the day, in, in April, when you need bodies on the floor, at least ha- at least you're going to have them on the floor. And he doesn't have to reel He's hitting bodies with the bricks. <laughs> and if AD can play the rest of the season, I think the three of those three amigos can kind of just figure out their niche. I think Russ will be fine. I think Russ just needs to be off the ball more. That's all. So I'm panicking if I'm the Lakers. I'm trading him. He needs to go. I, Two more. There's nowhere he can go. <laughs> Two more. Two Celtics will be selected to the All Star game. I I I'm I'm selling only because of only because uh I'm actually honest I'm impossible. So there's a, there's okay so 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 here's the thing is that there's only there's only one team in the NBA that has two fifty point scores this season and that's the Boston Celtics all right and actually I wouldn't be surprised if JT got sixty at night against his horrendous um, wait what there's a, he says only two teams in the league that what that, there's only one team in the league that has two fifty point scores this season oh this season okay Celtics okay that's fine so so, so I I. I'm, I'm selling only because of injuries, A-Rod. If they were both healthy for the entire season, I'm buying that. But because of injuries, I'm selling. I think only one makes it, and I think it's Jason Tatum. As he deserves. As he deserves. And I think he's, he's a coach. He's a coach. He's not a starter. Uh, no, he'll probably be a starter because KD is going to be oh, hurt. So they'll right. probably – Fuck my second question then. Fuck my last one. Oh, sorry. Uh, was that your question? I'm sorry, bro. My last one was one start, the All-Star game. Oh, well, uh, only, only, yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Unless, <laughs> wait. I, there's no sit on the silence. Wait, what's going, on with, what's, what's going on with the health of Zach Levine? Is he healthy? Yeah. He came back today. Came back today. So DeRozan and Levine are still there? Yes. All right, so uh, I don't know about that then. <laughs> Both of them are starters. Today. You put Tatum at the four. You put Tatum at the four. Buy or sell, boys. That's all it is. Buy or sell. I sell. I sell that two. We'll make it. I, I and I sell that one. We'll start. Okay. I'm selling both. Okay. Yeah. Same. All right. All right. Let's wrap up the show now. Let's do the fun segment. This is all targeted just for you, Vic. I mean, we're gonna give okay. our input too. But start bench cut, all Boston edition. Okay. Okay. We're gonna start with your beloved New England Patriots. 
Okay. Current roster, Matt Jones, Damian Harris, Matt Judon. Start, bench, cut. Start, Judon, bench, Harris, cut, Jones. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Do I get to participate? Yeah. I'm start. I'm starting Mac Jones, man, because he's the quarterback. <laughs> I'm benching Matthew Judon, and then I'm cutting Damian Harris because they have a million running backs, and Ramon J. Stevenson is just fine. <laughs> I'm starting Jones. You heard it here first. <laughs> I'm, start, I'm starting Judon. I'm benching Mac Jones, and I'm cutting Harris. Yeah, we cut, we cut. We're benching quarterbacks now. I'm cutting quarterbacks. You know yeah. how hard it is to find a quarterback in this league. I'm starting. He's Mac not that Jones. good. Okay, I know, I know he's not that good, but I, I like him. <laughs> your, your beloved Boston Celtics. All right. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Can you say Marcus? This is way too easy. Jason Tatum start, bench uh, Jalen Brown. Get the fuck out of here, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. See you later, buddy. Have fun. Take the I'm, blue line home. You I have man. the same one. I have the same one. It's too easy. Same one, too. I had, I had to give you a little easy one there. All right. Let's go. Let's go classic Patriots. I felt like I did a good job with this one. Ooh. Ty Law. Ooh. Teddy Bruschi. Nice. Willie McGinnis. Damn. Ooh, this is good. Um, since I had – all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go Teddy start, of course. And only because I had his jersey when I was a kid, I'm going to bench Ty Law and, and cut Willie McGinnis. And only because I had the jersey. The amount of people that have Ty Law jerseys that are Patriots fans is, cra- is incredible. Like, people love Ty Law. I, I love Ty Law. I don't – I can't really speak on this because, like, I, all three of them, I think they're all, like, as an outsider, I like all three of them as an outsider. So if I had to go with my personal thing, I'd probably start Willie McGinnis, bench Ty Law, and cut Teddy Bruschi. Yeah, and I, I will, I will say, I, I will say <laughs> McGinnis is probably the most talented of those three. That's how I see, yeah. But in terms of belovedness, okay, I'm going that. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Classic Boston Celtics, okay? Mm-hmm. The Hick from French Lick, Larry Bird. <laughs> the Truth, Paul Pierce. And the only guy who could shut down Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell. Ugh, this is tough. I mean, this is really tough. And this is this is all recency bias here, and I know I got to do it quickly. So I'm, of course, starting my guy, Larry Bird. I'm benching Paul Pierce, and I'm cutting Bill Russell. What? Absolutely not. I am I starting to. Larry Bird. I am benching Bill Russell. And that I have a conflict doing that. I feel horrible doing that, benching uh, Mr. Russell. Paul Pierce can get the hell out of here, okay? Paul Pierce is the truth. Don't get me wrong, okay? But Bill Russell brought your champ, your franchise 11 championships. Okay? The, the, the only man that brought me a championship that I witnessed was Paul that Pierce. That you witnessed. Oh, Fair. The, Ale- the man shut down a guy that averaged that scored 100 points in a game, averaged 54 I, I, seasons. I'm not, he's an, he's, I mean, these are three like elite, hall, these are three like elite Hall of Famers here, right? Two of them are top 10 players of all time. I'm not saying that Bill Russell isn't a top 10 player of all time. I'm just saying that this is my start, my sit, my, uh, my start, my sit, my cut. And I got to go with my guy, the truth, man. I'm in start- memories. I met I'm- him at Donuts. He was a great guy. I'm starting okay. Kevin Garnett. I'm benching uh, Rajon Rondo, and I'm still cutting Paul Pierce. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I almost, <laughs> I KG, I almost came with a big three. <laughs> oh, well, you knew that was going to happen there. I was going to cut Ray Allen's bitch ass. I'm starting, I'm starting Ron Mercer. I'm benching. <laughs> I almost gave that, too. I almost gave. I almost gave. I almost gave. Rick Fox. 
I almost gave Chauncey Billups, Ron Mercer, uh, Antoine Walker. I almost gave that pool right there. But you only had Chauncey Billups for a year and then Ron Mercer for two. So uh, I probably and I would probably still cut Antoine Walker. I am not the biggest Eric, Antoine Walker. What's fan. wrong with you? Antoine Walker was just lazy. That was the problem. He's a lazy guy. He's he's lazy, but go, baby. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Here's here's how we here's how we see how tuned you are in with your with your Boston okay. roots now. We're going food. We're going food. Okay. Clam chowder, lobster roll, baked beans. Okay. Uh, lobster roll, baked beans, clam chowder. I'm not a chowder guy. Mm. I'm 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 cutting clam chowder and lobster roll because I have a shellfish allergy. So uh, here we go, baked beans, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I can eat. I, I have a shellfish allergy too, and, and I don't eat pork, so I got none. <laughs> they all. <cut> <laughs> all right, you guys got to try lobster, dudes. Looking good. All right, last one, actors. This no, one. Gonna pierce you. Okay. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg. No, fuck the Red Sox. I'm not putting him <laughs> on this show. Uh, uh, hold on, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, or Marky Mark? Who's oh, start. So this is easy. Start. Start. Uh, start. Uh, Matt Damon. Bench. Marky Mark. See you later. Affleck. All right. My favorite, one of my favorite, my third favorite actor of all time is Mark Wahlberg, actually, believe it or not. It's crazy. I love Mark Wahlberg. So Mark Wahlberg is starting for me. Matt Damon is definitely, it's horrible. Matt Damon's a better actor than Mark Wahlberg, but I'm benching Matt Damon. And Ben Affleck never even made the roster. Uh, He didn't need to be cut. I don't know where he's at. He's, you know, he wasn't a free agent. He wasn't on our draft board. He was nowhere. So, yeah. Amy, I like Affleck. I like Affleck. I have. No, maybe because he dated J-Lo. I've, I've been pissed off ever since. So uh, And now he's back with her, so I'm even more pissed off. And then my favorite superhero of all time is Batman, and he did a horrible job. So, uh, no. <laughs> he can that go. wasn't his fault. That wasn't his fault. But Matt, I mean, the Martian dude, like the, from the Martian alone, that, that, that movie freaking ruled. Exactly. Uh, Dogma, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but Dogma is a great movie, uh, underground movie. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are in that. That's uh, But... Um, you know, I have to go Marky Mark. Nobody rides hard for Boston and Boston sports harder than Marky Mark. And I know that, you know, Damon and and, and Ben Affleck go to the games and whatnot, but Mark is, is out there. He's like repping the B. He's at the he's at the playoff games. He's sitting next to Jules. He's having the time of his life, man. And uh, I, I love Marky Mark. I love Entourage when it came out. Same. Uh, so yeah. I Mark Wahlberg won. Mark Wahlberg's won for Entourage and that reason only. Uh, I like Matt Damon and Team America when he just said his name, Matt Damon, yeah, Matt Damon. and fuck Ben Affleck. That's all I can say there. All right, all right. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do this bonus. music. I'll give you a bonus one. I'll give you a bonus one, Boston Red Sox. Oh, okay? no, no. I was going to do it. Let me, okay, let me, let me get a crack at this one. All right. All right. Matt Ramirez, David Ortiz, and Ooh. Kurt Schilling. Oh, <laughs> come on, dude. See you later, Kurt. <laughs> and and start, start Poppy. Uh, uh, bench Manny. Ah, no, nah, put that. I just love Manny's swing, but but, but they're interchangeable, really. Oh, Manny, I got, Manny, all right. I got how about Euclid? How about Euclid instead got, of? No, no, uh, no, no, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Okay, go, 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 go. Mike Lowell, Kevin Euclid, Jason Veritek. Ah, that's easy, dude. That's Mike Lowell number one. Boricua, porque tú lo sepa. And uh, and then we got uh, we got Tech uh, Tech on the bench. Uh, see you later, Kevin Euclid, because you wore a Yankees jersey. Ah, shit. <laughs>
all right all right all right all right right. okay all right well that's the show um vic this is your time to plug it in give you give you guys a shout out hey guys we got uh we got tiny sports on the on the instagrams at underscore tiny sports we're also on tiki talk uh you'd have to get with sammy i don't know our tiktok handle uh we're we're on twitter at tiny sports at the rivera 33 um and we are uh, also live on youtube mondays at 7 p.m eastern standard time uh every monday until the end of the super bowl then we're going bi-weekly i like it you should take that out of the books right there i like that yeah just, that was off the top of the dome actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey man we we really appreciate you, you know, thanks for having me guys we really wish we could have had sammy too we can't wait to come on your podcast monday because i think we we really deserve that since we won Yes, you guys will be on on Monday as the champions of our uh, fantasy football league only because we got beat by two points and some bullshit because Sammy doesn't know how to manage our fantasy football team properly. But I tell you this, next next year I'm taking control of that shit. This is not happening, okay? I am embarrassed. At least it should have been the two sports podcasts, right, in the final? That's what we wanted. That's what, what we wanted. wanted. That's what America wanted. America. We wanted, wanted. we wanted to beat the people who found the league. That was that was that was the whole plan. That's hey. what I'm saying. This is this was it was the Jimmy G Tom Brady showdown that everybody wanted. And it never Tom- happened. Oh, I'm sorry. It did happen. <laughs> well, we're sorry Sammy couldn't come. We're we're glad that you were able to hop on, and we can't wait to be on your podcast next week. So thank you for coming on, uh, talking sports with us. Um, as for us, you can find us on Twitter at fair underscore weather pod. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, just search the Fairweather Podcast and wherever you subscribe or listen to podcasts, you can find us there as well. Just search Fairweather Podcast. And shout out to Hall of Famer David Ortiz, obviously. You know, big, big ups to him. He definitely deserves it. I just wish Barry Bonds was there too. Okay, end of conversation. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I'm not, not going to talk. I don't All right, to- big boppy. <laughs>